We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this in first token of the Oanic Priesthood with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Well, hello there. Hi. Hello again, my friends. Um, it, it's been a minute, huh? Quite a minute. <laughs> I mean, about... as far as far as the podcast is concerned, we've yeah, seen each so other. What about how everybody? Well, not everybody. Me and you were like, "Oh, we'll start back up in this time," or "We'll start back up this time," and then it just turned into six entire months of just being like, eh, "We're not really feeling like." We should be talking publicly right now. And I guess he doesn't feel bad about it. Me. I have no shame about it. <laughs> and I just like to thank you. All- Sorry to leave you hanging, but I also don't feel bad. Well, I think everyone was kind of like, I think everyone had the same fucking year in a, in a way, you know, yeah. like no one enjoyed 2022. Right. Like I, I saw one person say they had a good year. One. Yeah. What? I saw one person say they had a good year and their grandma died. So that was the threshold. <laughs> like You're like, wow, selfish. No, they were just like, <laughs> I thought this was the worst year, but it turned out pretty good. And I was like, see, you had a bad year. But then you're like, comparatively, <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> right. Because it's like, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Uh, anyways, good. Uh, whatever. Morning. Uh, brothers, sisters, non-binary listeners, this is Bobby. With me is my lovely co-host, Kendra. Hello, Kendra. Hi. It's me. We're just going to recap you here a little bit. We need to catch up. It's been six months, like she said. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna re- we're gonna recap uh, our lives a little bit and give you a little a little titillating taste of what's to come this season. Because it's the season is happening, folks. Uh, I guess. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, I'm actually really maybe excited this about episode it. will be released. We don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe this is our farewell episode. <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> oh, really? It's like that for huh? like the entire 2022. I'm like, I think I'm quitting the podcast. I don't like it. It's not working for me. I'm very uncomfortable. All of these things. We've talked about it. Well, why we can talk about it here. Let's talk about it. No, me and you have talked about it. We don't need to talk about it. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Um, like... Well, the funny... The Pope died. The the retired Pope. What? Not the, not the good Pope. The old Pope. The new Pope? Jude Law? No. <laughs> I wouldn't care if he died either. No, the old... <laughs> the old Pope. Uh came down and Ammon came down Lisa's oldest and he's like Bobby the Pope died and I'm like good <laughs> and he's like what and I was like yeah that guy was bad news dude <laughs> I was like, when was this this was recent it was like two days ago oh he like died on like New Year's Day and I'm like well that's a good sign I guess wow so tell me what enlighten me what this Pope was all about Okay, so he was super into the current Pope's great because he got rid of all the old Pope shit because like the old Pope was like um, 
just draped in Versace, the finest materials. Mm. Um, and just, <laughs> just an example, one example, uh, a nine year old got an abortion because her stepfather raped her. And, um, the Pope, uh, what is it called when uh, he does not disfellowship? He excommunicated the girl for getting an abortion and the mother for allowing her to get abortion and not the stepfather for raping her. The nine-year-old. That's fucked up. So see you in hell, bitch. Good luck. Cause there's a lot of us liberals down there. We don't. I know. Good luck. I mean, I think if hell's a real place and people like the Pope go down there, like we'll be de- like, we won't, we were, we're not going to have it bad. No, we're, we're the minions like, that get to torture all of the people that were yeah, actually bad. Yeah, like little Nikki status. Like we get to shove the pineapple, pineapple up Hitler's ass, you know, every hour on the hour. Do you know what? I think I will just host the after parties. Yeah, I think I'll just probably sleep a lot, just like I do here. <laughs> have actual rest. <laughs> I think I'll just be really mad that existence is still happening. <laughs> After this speaking, year, sure. <laughs> speaking of which i think we're gonna experience a lot of my anger this season like a okay. lot like the wrath no i'm just unleashing my anger it's uh some of it's voluntary some of it isn't we'll talk you know about what? it all all throughout the episode because it comes out in me you know what it's allowed you're allowed to have your feelings uh <laughs> i agree but when it sometimes gets uncontrollable and you're about to fucking kill a bitch, we'll get into it. I mean, I was totally. Let's get uh, into I was, it right now, can't we? I, if you want. Yeah, let's just start off hot. Well, I mean, we're going to have to start with Hawaii. <laughs> okay. That's, this is where we left off the listeners, for sure. Jesus Christ. Bobby's going to Hawaii. She's going to get a lot of rest. She's going to pack some rollerblades. She is going to be She's gone never forever. coming She's back. She's moving there. Yes. You're going to be never coming back. She's going to have part the, of the best problem life. with the colonizers and the end. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> I mean, so what happened, Bobby? How well, can I interview with you with this? I want to ask yes, you a question. Please. Please. How long did you stay in Hawaii? No, I I don't think that's the question we should start with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. That's the big reveal. <laughs> Okay. Uh, What was it like landing? Okay, what was it like going off of your lithium so that you could drink for the flight so that you could land drunk? What was that all like? Well, I'd been on on my depression pills for like four weeks. So that was actually part of the problem. Okay. All my new meds had not started working their magic yet. And so I was heavily relying on just weed and Xanax. And like I was like drinking a lot mm-hmm. shocker bobby was drinking a lot um but yeah so i was stoked like i was i like lisa and her family went on a two-week vacation to like turks and caicos the day before mm-hmm. um i left so like i you know i had the last night to myself and I just was like chilling, like good vibes. I packed two huge bags. So I was like, I'm staying. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing it all. Like planning on being there forever. And like Micaiah sent me like 1500 bucks the morning that I woke up, 
said have fun on your trip like I had saved a bunch of money from working like I felt like so good going like I was like this is it like this is like by Utah it's been fun. it's been nice knowing you <laughs> and uh <laughs> and your friend she like offered you accommodations and yeah she's like be... she's like I got a place for you come stay 600 bucks a month and I'm like that's so cheap for Hawaii like fuck that is yeah so cheap for Hawaii and what so, a good deal. I know right she's like you know I, if you just just hopped off from the last episode, like I said, three minute walk from the ocean. So I'm like, cool, let's do this dance. I'm like, fucking yeah, like I need to get out of this place. Yeah, and so, what I imagine for you is just like so much peace. You're gonna be able to think and and like write and paint and yes yeah. and like express yourself creatively and just like. And she feel. described it like as the country too, super mellow, like. And like, just, and so I'm just imagining just like our country where it's just like quiet, like it's silent, like the silence is loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so I, I was just that. like, I, yeah. I was, I was expecting like something like that. So, um, I'm drinking, like I start drinking at like, when was my flight? Like 10 o'clock in the morning. So I got there at eight, started just drinking right away. By the way. You told me you told me to put my weed pen in my bra. Thank God. <laughs> I did I have, it. I'm full of terrible advice. I am. No, I know. I know. I know. I was like, um, I there was a moment where I was like, why am I asking Kendra for drug advice? Like, <laughs> she knows the less. She knows the least out of all my friends. And the, the only place I've been to in years is Reno. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, it's Reno. And I was like, yeah, no one gives a shit about anything in Reno. Like, <laughs> I, that's why I love Reno. But, like, okay, I'm walking through security and there's a fucking pointer, like a hound, like a fucking, like a sniffing out dog, and a wall, like a fucking wall that's tw- like twice Lining as hot. Entire, <laughs> of fans blowing. <laughs> oh my God. And I was just like, I was like, holy fucking shit. Could you imagine? <laughs> but, anyways, so I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. And I'm having a good old time. Like, uh, I sat next to a native of Hawaii, but she lived in Alaska, but she was there to visit family. And, she, you know, of course, I made her be my friend. And I kept trying to tell, uh, tip the Delta, like, flight attendants. And they were like, no, 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 which meant they were kept feeding me drinks, which <laughs> I'm fine. I ain't mad at them. <laughs> but um, I had, like, a layover in Honolulu and you know, drank, had a pretty good chicken sandwich. <laughs> and then I landed in uh, Kauai at like eight or nine o'clock at night. Like, so it was dark. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, yeah, I love it here. Like, hell yeah. And I was also very drunk. Um, <laughs> so Mal picks me up and we go right to a, a show because her boyfriend's a musician and he's great. And her kid's there, and her friend from Richfield is there with his husband and their kid, oh which God. was great. Like, I loved the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> and then we get back to her house, and she has this great, like, outdoor, like, area where everyone's, like, playing music and shooting the shit, and I continue to drink, and I pass out. So the next morning, I wake up, and I, there's, like, throw up down the front of me. Oh, my God, Bobby. <laughs> But it's just like it's a day. little hot. It's not 24 hours. It's not 24 hours even. I know, right? But I mean, whatever. I flew and I drank all day. Like, whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, 
so Mallory, like you can see from where I'm sitting, you can see into her kitchen and she's doing dishes and she's like, Hey, and I'm like, Hey, what's up? I didn't know, even though I had puke on me at that point, but, uh, she's like, she's like, I was worried about you. And I'm like, yep, definitely passed out. And she's like, well, let's get your bags and let's take you, I'll take you to where you're staying. And I was like, cool. So we grabbed my bags and we're walking and she doesn't take me into the house. (laughs) (laughs) She walks me to the backyard and it's, she keeps, she walks me to a uh, Honda Odyssey minivan uh, with a twin bed in it. And I was trying to play it so cool, guys. Like I was trying to play it cool, and Miss like doesn't leave her bed, Miss. Yeah, Miss, yeah. I am a com- creature of comfort. Also, fucking Miss, Mallory is a Taurus. She should know better. Yeah, but she's also like a Gen X hippie. Like I am not mad at her at all for this. It's like, <laughs> and like while I was there, her friend came over and was like, communicated with you at all. Like, hey, I got yeah, a van. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think like. But, like, I was, at first, like, at first I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, maybe I was drunk or, like, fucked up or something when she told me. But I was like, I just feel like that would have set off alarm bells for me. Um, But then we were just all shooting the shit one day. Because, <laughs> like, I was seriously, you guys, I was trying so hard to just be cool about it. Just be like, <laughs> okay, listen. Because she was, like, showing me, like, uh manager jobs at restaurants and stuff like i thought i was there for the long haul like i had two huge bags and uh (laughs) (laughs) i so i'm just trying to be cool right i'm trying to be cool i have to sleep which is something that i just had to work through because never in my life have i ever just openly slept in a backyard with like no protection with all the doors open you know but you had to to get like rest but there's fucking yeah (laughs) There's fucking these protected Polynesian roosters running around everywhere that are fucking cockadoodle doing all goddamn night and day. And then like a block away, they're doing road construction all night long. And it's like shaking the fucking house. And I'm just like shaking the van. (laughs) Oh, right. Sorry. That was, yeah. House. What am I saying? (laughs) and i'm just trying to be like cool i'm like you're a bitch you're in paradise like quit being like this like quit being like this and so i'm just trying to be cool trying to be cool and i I can't like i can't pull together like i go to the ocean every day to like cool off and also i vowed to also but like the waves it's a pebble beach and the waves are just so insane i was like (laughs) I'm gonna die. Listen, like, what if it was usually fine, but it was like this bitch needs a lot of help right away. I don't think that's the way to go about it. <laughs> so what? So your feet don't aren't comfy because it's like not sand. It's like hurt. It hurts. Well, it's just like not like fun sand. Like I want sand, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, there's sand beaches, other places, and it's like. I don't want to walk 12 miles to a beach, you know, like I, you know, I'm being a diva. Like, see, I'm, I can hear it. Like, as I'm saying it, I'm like, I don't want to like walk somewhere, you know, anyways. Wait, it was 12 miles. It, there, she was like, there's B 
beaches. I, she's like, I can drive you to other places and stuff. But oh, I also hate. I, I also hate being dependent on other people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm and also, the traffic there is a train wreck. It's so full of people. So full of people. And Mal's like, yeah, all the locals are like either unemployed or on meth. All the men. And I'm like, why? Why am I here? And like all the all the people, like all the tourists, are super fucking rich white people. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, this is my definition of hell, right? <laughs> <laughs> the first day where we walked to the beach and Mal was like, uh, you're the, this is the furthest away land that you'll ever be on the earth. How does that make you feel? And I was like, why would, what? It makes me feel like, sh- are you seriously? <laughs> like, so hey, anyways, you're completely isolated right here. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of one just giant wave, you know, <laughs> like, bye. And nobody around. <laughs> and then also her friend from richfield like he's a i love him he's adorable his name's dallas wait his name's dallas i think yeah i'm pretty sure yeah um but we're like walking to dinner and he's like isn't this just like so great and i'm like honestly like Is no it? i like i don't i'm like i honestly like don't get it like i honestly do not get it Bobby. and so Okay, but like by like the fourth day, I'm not sleeping. I'm delirious. I smell like a puddle of jizz between like the sweat and the sand. No, don't like that. And I'm like slowly losing my mind and I'm worried that I'm going to just like walk into the ocean and like let myself drown. White Lotus style. Well, I mean, just like I've done... (laughs) My brother actually brought this up this Christmas because I was like, remember when we went to Panama City Beach? And he's like, yeah, and you try to drown yourself in the <laughs> ocean. I'm like, yeah, two months after my attempted suicide, I'm not going to apologize. And he's like, I'm not asking you to. And I'm like, well, don't bust my balls. <laughs> um, but uh, I was like, I don't want to put that burden on Mal. And so <laughs> I w- talked to my therapist and she's like, if you don't want to be there, just don't be there. Like, just, you know, I mean, give it a couple a couple days a couple weeks you know have a vacation and come back and I was like okay and then the next morning I woke up I woke up from whatever because I had to be out of the van by 9 30 in the morning why because it got too hot oh <laughs> yeah like I I don't know why I chose <laughs> I to go was so- also renting it to somebody during the day uh- <laughs> I don't know why I chose to go so close to the equator also like what the fuck <laughs> But the van, okay, the van was a hot commodity because one of her friends from the island came over one night and was like, hey, can my mom and brother rent your van for a couple weeks when they come visit? Her mom and her brother. And I was like, sorry, taken, occupado. <laughs> so I'm like, apparently. Trying to stay here that long. <laughs> apparently it's just like, a, it's a like, you know, but. So, like, the next day I woke up after my therapy session and I was just like, okay, I'm like, I'm like, I couldn't, I didn't really sleep. Like, I'm like, I'm about to, like, kill some of these fucking roosters and wear their bodies on my, on my person and walk through town. That is not. (laughs) I was sitting next to, like, at all. (laughs) I was sitting next to the fucking opening the door like the sliding doors of the grocery store just to catch a little ac like full transient mode like it was so bad 
And so I look and I'm like, okay, how much for a fucking hotel room? And it was like $549. So I'm like, I just want clean feet and AC and a bed. Like I'm like, that's all I want. Just one, one day. And then I can get through this. I can get through these two weeks in Hawaii. This terrible, (laughs) terrible place. And, uh, it was like 549 and I looked at tickets home and it was like 230. So I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess I know the answer to that. I'm like, so I can just go home in two days and uh, Lisa and her whole family are going to be gone. I can have the whole house to myself. I can have my bed. The turtle won't die. <laughs> no, the turtle was the turtle was gone, too. I didn't have to watch Rocky. I mean, I would have. Oh I love Rocky. God. But like, I seriously just chilled. I, I like sent the work group chat. I was like coming home and everyone's like, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> but uh, I told like I told Mal, I was like, Mal, I, I'm just like, I can't. I'm like, this is not for me. And I'm like, and I'm just not emotionally able to make this for me. Like just to stuck, suck it up and make it happen. I'm like, uh-uh. and I was thinking about how I just made it all the way through utah summer and then it was about to be fall and i wasn't gonna be able to wear my flannels and i almost started to cry like i was mm-hmm. like, so sad i was like mm-hmm. oh my god and uh i'm glad i came home like i totally am and like it made me so grateful for lisa and dane i feel like i was taking them a little bit for granted so i'm just like grateful to be here and to be in utah and like through the rest of the wedding season even though it mm-hmm. kind of blew up at the end <laughs> the whole time I was like every time I was having like a stressful moment I was like well you could be in Hawaii it could be worse <laughs> the opposite of literally every <laughs> single person is like uh well at least this is not Hawaii <laughs> it just feels like some it just feels like a really lame it and I also felt like an imposter too okay so like my next question is how long uh-huh. before you heard the words of my woke ass being like the colonizers the colonizers well i mean i i had that i felt that way before i even left like it was uh but then when mal was like all the locals are like on meth and unemployed and i was like the fuck and then we went out to dinner and this super cute guy hawaiian guy he was uh he was poly he uh polynesian um (laughs) This is my favorite part of the episode already. <laughs> he was like super tall too. He's like six, seven and he was waiting on us. And uh, they're like, he's cute, Bobby. You should like, cause we were like flirting. Cause whatever. That's what I do. Right. Cause that's what you do. Yeah. And uh, they're like, you should get his number and like get some dick. And I was like, uh, dude's been doing meth recently. And they're like, how could you tell? And I'm like, watch this. And I was like, Hey man, what's up? What, what's your story? What's going on? And he's like, well, before the pandemic <laughs> he's like before the pandemic i uh i was a professional basketball player in the philippines and he's like and then i came home i had to come home and i just was like living on the beach i was homeless and uh things i was living with my girlfriend and things just kind of got really ugly and uh and he like told us a story like that was clearly he was on meth <laughs> and we walked away and everyone looked at me and i was like fucking told you guys you're like do not mess with me this is my home culture this is- yeah i'm like yeah, i was like this is my culture guys like this don't is my fuck heritage with me. <laughs> yeah, this is- this- <laughs> hey you're part method aren't you <laughs> listen 
<laughs> don't disrespect my heritage. But he was note, he was super cute. As a side note, we had a book club and I brought like that jello cottage cheese salad. <laughs> I love that shit. It's so I disgusting. I, I love, love it. it. It's so disgusting. In the Tupperware. I and I was like, oh no, this is part of my heritage, the white trash part. Like, this is <laughs> well, what we're, this is part. my contribution. <laughs> so anyways, this leads to the, my exit to the wedding scene. So I came back to work. And, uh, you know, I was complaining about that other bartender who had to go, which ended up eventually ended up leading to me being the only bartender even though i trained everyone rude i was doing like six weddings a weekend like i was doing like four to six weddings a weekend and that's what? way too much for me yeah but how much money is that it's a fuck ton of money okay okay it's but enough how much? that uh i made five grand in october oh hell yeah girl yeah or like i probably made like seven grand actually Ooh, um pretty amazing yeah okay i'll just wait for it (laughs) (laughs) uh my last weekend was an absolute disaster shit show first of all we were doing a cop's wedding and oh fuck okay well i how was was that crowd i got asked to leave because i was being my (laughs) punk rock drunk belligerence like i mean i was i wasn't like i was you were drinking on the job yeah but uh also i fucking hate cops and they were being cops they were being not only cops cops at a wedding can you guys fucking imagine that off-duty cops at a wedding Ugh. off-duty cops at a wedding okay and they're like yeah that's a punk rock band name (laughs) off-duty cops at a wedding uh off-duty cops at a fucking wedding asking me to pour them doubles they know it's illegal and i'm like well how about i just how about i just call the cops on the way down and they're like oh we'll know it's not a big deal yeah i like hate that ever since i was like a child i was like don't date a cop they think they're above the law well and i'm just getting more and more angry and like the irish whiskey was not helping (laughs) so what were you saying i was just being a dickhead to him i was just being like a dick and they were of course like I was just kind of, I was being f- a bitch. Like I was being funny, but bitchy. And uh Okay, but would you say that about yourself if you were a dude? If you I was say, not a cop. I was just dicking around. Like if I think all the metalhead boys in my life would think it was I was fucking hilarious. They'd be like, "What a dumb bitch." But yeah, I love her. Yeah. Cuz I told this guy cuz he kept asking, he's like, "Hey, can I get extra limes?" And I'm like, "I'm almost out." And then we're out for the night. So like yeah chill so like chew on the rind or something like so don't ask for six fucking limes every time you come up and get a drink and he came the next time he came up he asked he's like can i get a bunch of limes so i picked him up and i threw him at him (laughs) well okay that was aggressive i agree i got asked to leave and i left (laughs) my pleasure i was like bye i was like i I was like i don't know i was like first of all really bad mistake for my fucking bosses my bosses know me very well who scheduled me here yes like cello <laughs> like <did> i not <laughs> like force some fucking foresight here guys like come on don't schedule me on a cop's fucking wedding it's bobby alvey do you think she's gonna hold her tongue you no, know better no you know better no. like seriously it's like fuck oh my god thinking about it now i'm like 
Jesus Christ. Okay, anyways, anyways, whatever. There was a lot of there was a lot of missteps there. You're like, uh, A cab bitches, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Did you get paid for it? Uh, I got paid for like yeah for the hours that I was there. Um, and so okay, so on Sunday we had our last wedding of the season technically so like we had like a few like two weddings a a month for like the winter months but like Mm -hmm. it was pretty much our last wedding of the season right Mm. and i am exhausted and my crohn's has kicked all the way in like i shit my pants at work that day (laughs) just to go full tmi as a grown woman I should not have been like, I should have got sent home, but like we were short staffed and it was just like, it was the last night. It was was just like, let's just get through this. You know what I mean? That's the restaurant industry, you know? Right. So, uh, (laughs) I was just like, whatever. And (laughs) I was just being friendly. Like I was just trying to get fucking through it. Right. Because also like, I felt like a dickhead because of that cop wedding. Mm hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't want to get my boss in trouble. I one yeah, of the girls that was at that wedding was there. I'm like, I need to like not be a dick. So, <laughs> uh, and I really liked the bride and groom. I thought they were effing great, you know. And the the yeah. father of the bride was awesome, and so was the mother of the bride. Like I loved everyone there. Yeah, it was like a Mexican family. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> I uh, I'm doing my thing, and uh having a good time with like literally everyone like i'm i'm like i'm like giving all the dads like i'm giving all the like everyone a hard time i'm flirting with everybody because that's what i do as a bartender Mm -hmm. and (laughs) at one point there's a guy smoking a cigarette in the doorway of the tent because it's a it's a winter wedding like there's snow on the ground so i just go hey would you like not smoke in the doorway and he's like yeah, and like uh I was going it was like the weekend of Halloween, so I was going to a jazz game on Halloween. So I was talking to him about it. I'm like, I'm going to a jazz game on Halloween, I'm so excited. Da, 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 da. And like the season was over, so I was just like shooting the shit with him. And then I saw someone walking up to the bar, so I walked out like out to like go get their drink and I was like, Yeah, can I get anything? She goes, Yeah, stop talking to my husband. Oh my was- god. And I was just like, uh, what? Okay. And I just like walked off. Like I was just like, whatever. Like I just wasn't oh, even going to address it. She was by you, obviously. She was, was like, like, yeah. And I was just like, what? Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, like, I didn't even like, I was like, it, it wasn't even computing. Like I was so tired. Like, like just spent, like, I just was like, what? And, um, so like we keep doing our thing. The bride loves me. The father of the bride loves me. Like everyone's just like vibe. We're all vibing. We're all having a good time. Yeah. And, um, the photographer, like, okay, we'll get, I'm like in so many pictures in this wedding. Okay. So many pictures. <laughs> so I, I'm head, I'm doing, I'm heading back to grab some booze uh, to grab some more tequila. And one of the bridesmaids who I'd been having a good time with the whole night goes, Hey, can I talk to you real quick? And I was like, yeah, she takes me to the bride's room and closes the door. There's like five chicks in there. And this one bitch who told me not to talk to her husband sitting on the couch. What? And they surround me and close <gasps> the door. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, at first I was like, what? Is it like, what? <laughs> you know, like, what's going on, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, she's like, you need to apologize. And I'm like, for what? 
and she's like for flirting with my husband i'm like oh i'm a bartender i flirt with everybody uh-huh. and uh i was just like yeah, don't even worry about it i'm like don't i'm like it's not even i'm like i was it's just not even a thing it's not even a thing i was just shooting the shit with him i'm trying to get tips babe. <laughs> she goes <clears throat> she goes i'm like bartenders are flirty like i'm sorry like i'm like don't even yeah i'm not after him she goes thank you for reminding been... me of that sorry she, <laughs> she goes you've been looking at him at, uh all day and i'm like well you guys are an attractive couple you know, like, I was just trying to, like, seriously just, like, diffuse it. Yeah. Because I, like, walked into the room and I was like, what is about to go down in mm-hmm, here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I had two bottles of tequila in my hand, just by the way. Just as a sense. And uh, <laughs> all I'm imagining is just this Hulk smash of both bottles and then you're just, like, ready with both ends. <laughs> like, fight me, well, bitch. <laughs> she goes, well, he's a Muslim and Muslim men aren't supposed to talk to women. And you owe him an apology. And I'm like, oh. how was I supposed to? I'm like, I thought this was a Mexican wedding. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so fucking wide of you, first of all. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, it is. And I'm like, oh, is everyone here Muslim? Uh, she goes, I'm, I'm like, oh, is everyone here Muslim too? I'm like, I didn't know that. And she goes, no, only he is. And I'm like, well, then he should have told me that. Like, Listen. And she goes. <laughs> he like, should have it tattooed on his face don't talk to me she's like no you should not be talking to married men she's like you've been flirting with the father of the bride he's married and i'm like i know i that's why it's funny yes I'm like, it's a whole I'm like, bit i'm like i'm a bartender that's what i'm like and i start like i like pointing to like the bridesmaid sitting i'm like i flirted with you tonight right she's like yeah i'm like i flirted with you tonight right like i was like point- they're like yeah and i'm like okay like it's it's the thing i'm the i'm the party like, watch a rom-com hello <laughs> no shit hello and she like and then i just it was just it just and then it's just something like and i like went to turn i'm like you're like blown this out of proportion and i went to turn around and they held the door closed <gasps> and that's when i was like okay well, it's on all right it's like you picked the wrong person on the wrong day man <laughs> so i turned around and i was like all right let's fucking do this then I'm like, what do you want from me? She's like, I want you to apologize. I'm like, well, that ain't going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm doing my job. And I'm like, and for your information, and I'm like, I don't want your fucking husband. I'm like, I'm asexual. Something I was not planning on sharing with anyone at my job today. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's like, you are absolutely insane. I'm like, you're causing problems for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and all of you here should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Cause let me guess you're all her ride or dies. Right. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, well, you know what part of being a ride or die is telling your girl, she's being crazy when the bartender is just doing her job. I'm like, I like pointed to the bride or the bridesmaid. I'm like, you're the bride's ride or die. Right. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, that sucks because you just ruined her wedding. Cause I'm not going to stay. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm not going to apologize. And I'm like, and all that fucking plastic surgery you have all over you on your face and your tits. I'm like, you should have spent that on some fucking surgery. So you'd have some self-esteem. I'm like, I'm not after your man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if you want to get him in here, I will apologize for the Muslim thing, I guess. Cause she had like a laundry list of things she wanted me to apologize for. And I'm like, I'm oh, not yeah. apologizing for any of that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And I'm like, but if you guys want to brawl, let's fucking brawl. I'm like, because I'll definitely fucking lose, but you're all going to wake up in the morning and you will know that you have fought someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but the, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking bow down. You are so fucking out of line. I'm like, I, I'm like, I've had it. Like, I fucking had it. So they went and grabbed the guy. 
and I was like stewing. They like locked me in there. Oh my god! And uh, he <laughs> came and he was just like a sh- shattered man. And I'm like, I'm sorry that you're Muslim and I talked to you, I guess, and asked you not to smoke in fucking in the doorway, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, let me ask you something, sir. I'm like, do you have any children with this woman? Woman? And he goes, no. And I'm like, fucking run. Yeah. I'm like, because I have one word for you, lady. And she goes, what? And I go, loca. I'm like, because you want like, to know what we don't need right now? You giving Mexicans and Muslims a bad name. I'm like, because oh, you don't, you don't, you didn't You're uh, see really coming. Ripping people. I'm like, you know, you didn't you see coming. You've already insulted her that says, you have a poor plastic surgery because you have a poor self-esteem. And she was just like, fuck, I'm seen, you know? So. Right. And I, and I was like, and I was like, you know what, you, what you didn't see coming. I'm like, th- I'm like that I'm asexual and that I, I grew up with a fucking Mexican. I'm like, I live with my, me- my Mexican best friend. I'm like, her mother is my other mother. I'm like, my brother refers to him as our God. Like they're our godparents. I'm like, you are so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are so. I'm like, you gotta be fucking ashamed of yourself. I'm like, every single fucking person in here. I'm like, I've been nothing but good to you people. And I'm like, and you're gonna lock me in this room and try to get me to bow down to you. I'm like, you got so much fucking nerve. I'm like, you're lucky I don't kick the shit out of you. Like, I was like, I was like ready to kill her. Wow. And I don't know who pulled me out of there. Someone did. I don't know who did. But I was like, run, motherfucker, run before, you know, like, because <laughs> I'm like, loca, bitch, loca. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I walked back to the bar and I'd been away from my bar for like 10 minutes. So my mm-hmm. coworker was making drinks. Frantic. Like, where the, fuck, where the yes. fuck have you been? And I'd only had like two or three drinks at that point, like all day. So mm-hmm. I wasn't drunk at all. Mm-hmm. But I was literally like the side my peripheral vision was literally red and i couldn't form full sentences i was so mm-hmm. angry mm-hmm. i was like there nope. was just in there and i was just like i and, and and then i was just trying to like pull it together i wish that i would have had enough sense to me to be like you're being so out of line and i'm gonna just have to ask you to leave mm-hmm. the establishment mm-hmm. but i just snapped <laughs> and i went to the bar and i just started like pounding jameson's mm. and then that chick walked out and started going to the bride to like the like to like and she was pointing at me and saying like you could tell she was talking shit mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i was like i'm gonna kill her like i knew i was gonna like start a pro like i'm like i'm like gonna burn this wedding to the ground mm-hmm. so i was like i'm out of here like i just packed up my shit and i left like i was like i couldn't breathe like i was hyperventilating and um I just grabbed my shit and left and it was only like eight o'clock, eight thirty, and the weddings go till ten thirty and we're usually there till like midnight. Mm-hmm. And they text my boss and they're like, Bobby got drunk and left. Or she got drunk and passed out. And that's not what happened at all. Like mm. I remember the whole entire night. I mm-hmm. just was incoherent because I was so angry. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that that chick that started the whole thing came in through the back because I saw her like when the event started coming through mm-hmm. the back. Mm-hmm. I waited in the parking lot for like 20, 25 minutes hoping she'd come out. Mm-hmm. And I was going to I was going to beat the shit out of her like I was going to kill her and I couldn't control myself like I couldn't calm myself down. And it scared me because I haven't been like that since I was at my mom's house, like since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. where I was so angry I was that out of control yeah so <laughs> I turned my phone off I drove home I went to bed 
like i like i i think i took like a couple xanax mm-hmm. and like you went offline sleeping. yeah i just like and um uh the next morning i quit i was like i quit like i'm like i can't be in a, a situation like that ever again mm-hmm. because i was so close from like beating the living cr- and with these two tequila bottles i was seriously like am i about to beat the shit out of five mexican girls with two tequila bottles yeah like the irony in that like, like mm-hmm. that's a hate crime i'm pretty sure mm. <laughs> <laughs> but i was also like where does this bitch get off like get off my dick i'm just trying like and at this job too i don't know if you guys recall i'm either too happy or not happy enough Mm-hmm. and it's just like it's just eating away at my personality yeah and it's like this job is already so it's already taking Soul so sucking. much of me yeah, yeah that i have to get pulled into a room when like me and the bride are driving like she's like come take she's like she's like do a shot with me bob and she's like i love you like she hugged me already she's like we yeah. were having such a good time and i was like on such a high i'm like i'm so glad we're ending this on a high note right and then i was taken like such by such surprise when she was yes. like you need to apologize you need to do this you need to do that you need to blah, 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 blah. and i was like get the fuck out of here like get the fuck out of here <laughs> and i went home and i did you miss any I, texts from people what did you miss any did you miss any texts from people well my boss thought i was drunk at work oh and she was pissed oh i see i see yeah so like i she was pissing me and she and i are like homies we're like way homies like we hang out outside of work and i was like like a couple days later because like i seriously laid in bed and would think about it for like five hours straight a day Mm -hmm. it was eating at me so bad and i uh texted her a few days later and i was like hey can we talk like can i call you and she was kind of like, she kind of blew me off. And then a couple of days later, she called me and she's like, hey, sorry. And then I told her what happened. And it was in what much greater detail. Like, I've let it go. It's been months. But mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. she's like, I can tell by the way you're, like, shaking <laughs> that this is not bullshit. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I'm sorry that happened. And I'm like, I don't want to come back. And she's like, I get it. She's like, I totally get it. But um, she's like, I wish I would have been there. Like, because, like, I walked out of the bride's room and I went and look I went looking for my chef because he's mm-hmm. Mexican and I also just like needed like that like figure to like protect me you know what I mean like to like calm me down because I know that he had all chefs have that anger in them mm-hmm. and we can usually talk each other down <laughs> and also just to be like yo dude go deal with this please for fuck's sake go deal with it go kick him out please go you know Mm-hmm. But to be fair too, they also uh, <clears throat> the groom and the father of the bride got in a fist fight after I left, and oh my God. the cops came and stuff. So it was just it was just a rough crowd. But so it wasn't you. You didn't ruin the wedding. The wedding was already <laughs> ruined. Well, but it ruined me for a little bit. Like absolutely, it like me. I care more about you than the wedding for sure. Yeah, and it was just like I came. It like it shook me. Like I called my doctor and had to get like my meds upped like my Whoa. Xanax and my Paxil. Whoa. She's all, yeah. I mean like I'm, I'm good now. Like, <laughs> but she was like, she's like, yeah, I'll do it. She's like, I'll up it. But like, I, there's a lot of things that happened. Like a, a, a week or two before that, I got a text that said, 
uh, you're a fat cunt and a backstabber. Oh we'll, my we'll, God. We'll, we'll, t- we'll talk about this later, but like that was also weighing on me. I was thinking about that a lot too, mm-hmm. wondering wondering who it could be, who it was, who it was, and all this shit. And uh, it just made like it made me down. And then when I went to like I went to the basketball game with Micaiah, and he was like told me I was too much, like I was too loud and obnoxious, <laughs> and yeah. I was just like. I was just like, okay, like, am I? Like, am I, like, what, like, but then I, uh, you know, it, it was good for me because it made me sit and think and be like, think about myself and be like, you know what, fuck all that. You know, yeah. it made me like really look in the mirror and decide like, do I like myself or not? Do I want to hmm. change or not? Hmm. And there are some things that I was like, yeah, you could do away with that. But there's also sure. some things that I was just like, no, I'm cool with this. And also fuck, fuck it. You know, if, you know, like I am, <clears throat> but there's also, I'm happy to step away. Like I got a job right away at another wedding place. Mm-hmm. Oh, can and... I say something about that thing that you're talking about? What? About being too much. Yeah. So, uh, we went to the NFR with mm-hmm. Shannon this last December mm-hmm. and, um, you were very loud and very drunk. Uh And it is one of the reasons why I don't attend a lot of events with you because I get embarrassed because I don't like all of that attention. But, um, and like in the moment, because I don't like that attention, I can be like very resistant, but Uh remembering what you said about Micaiah saying that you're too much and like also the history of women, let me finish being silenced. Um, I was just like, I am not going to tell Bobby who deserves to exist in the space that she deserves in and deserves to be the person that she is to change. That's maybe what I want to do is just maybe blend in a little bit, but that's not who Bobby is. And it's nobody's place to say, you better shut up and not, not say that stuff. And I'm not gonna listen to that all night. Like all of that actually is bullshit. Like, could you imagine if, um, the people who say fuck yeah Jesus and praise Jesus came together over a rodeo and just hyped the shit out of those cowboys. That'd be fucking amazing. But no, people choose to be like, hey, you're a woman. I don't like that you're you're too big, too loud, too in my face. You're too you exist too much for my comfort. And I'm not gonna be the kind of person that says, Bobby should be quiet. I mean you were, but <laughs> You kind of were. You were like, yeah, you're, you you definitely were like, you're loud, uh, which is whatever. I mean, I, I've just, I mean, it helped me come to the realization too, like, cause I felt kind of stupid after that too. But I, I was also like, I was at a fucking rodeo. Yeah. Like I've had it just, I've just had to be like, I was at a fucking basketball game and my baby boy, my Steven Adams was playing and it was yeah. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to scream. Yeah. Also, like, could you imagine if um, we went to the rodeo every year and you screamed and then I was just quiet and then we talked about that where we could be like, we can just make this a bit and like play it up to the crowd. Like, I know the reason why you're... I was also thinking about it too. And I know we talked about a little bit about why we were doing it, but I was also thinking about like, it's also, it is a bit, but it's also not a bit like... Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I, those guys are my comfort zone. Like they are, they are people I've known forever and they are people that I've been getting a rise out of my whole entire life because I don't believe in God. I haven't been going to church. (laughs) I, 
uh i you know but i still am girl i get the show <laughs> i get it because i, mean, I love being that person for my grandparents i'm like oh are you uncomfortable with me good but they also still like love the shit out of me like yeah freaking wally asked me out his that fucking pervert <laughs> <laughs> your arby's manager <laughs> for when you were 16 for when i was 14 oh my god oh well, also, he's just, here's here's my introduction to the Wally Dodds, okay? So, his his older sister is named Carolyn, and she's my mom's age, too. And I remember going through my mom's yearbook, and I was like, oh, her name's Carolyn, too. And my mom only had, like, what, 30 students in her in her grade? So, she's mm-hmm. like, I was, I'm the better Carolyn. Um, <laughs> so fucking Carolyn, too. Yeah. Uh, and they have a very distinct face. So I remember just like seeing him in town one day and just no, oh, cause his, okay. So my cousin Jason used to have his tire shop behind his Arby's. So like I would go hang out with Jason. I got Jason and I, I've always had a crush on Jason. Like I had, he was my first cousin crush, not my last, but mm-hmm. definitely my first. Um, so I've just always, he's just always been a homie, you know? Um, so Wally's just been around and anyway, he ha- he has the same face as a sister, so I've just always just known who he was. <laughs> and then like he's, so like in my parents' generation, and then when he asked me out, I thought he was fucking joking. What did he say? By the way, I was just busy taking pictures with your aunt or something, and you were like getting <laughs> asked out in the corner. Oh, your cousin. Okay. Sorry. Shannon. Okay, so I go over. Okay, because. We're going to talk about this, too, but apparently the whole entire town of Penguin is getting divorced. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> town of sluts. That's what y'all are. <laughs> the town has Sounds lost like a party, honestly. Sa- it sounds like a, I don't know, like a you know, shame remember party. Remember when Stephen Lee came on and was like, the town of Penguin was quite rebellious because they were all the Jack Mormons. And it's just like, you know what? They're just going back to their roots, man. They're just, you know, pushing the limits for Utah, for Southern Utah. Oh my god! I w- walked into Jason's shop the other day and I went, "Hey, cousin!" And three people turned around and <laughs> they were all my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's the best joke of the night. That's so. It's funny. not even a joke. It's a story. <laughs> the setup was perfect because you're just like everybody's related down there, and they're all ready to meet too. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um. I, cause I was fucking with Wally the whole the whole night, cause like I was like, yes. fuck you, Wally. <laughs> but then you were also and, licking your f- middle finger like you. Yeah, would, I was fucking with scrub. him. Like, I yeah, was, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I was just fucking with him. So that was and, you know, exciting for him. Oh yeah, for sure. And I stole his hat, and like he was like holding the the flask, so I was giving him shit. I was trying to get him high. Like I was just fucking with him. Which I've been doing my whole life because, yeah. again, he was my very first boss when I worked at Arby's. Aside from, like, my grandma, you know. Um, my very second boss. Grandma, you're number one. <laughs> you're number one in my heart, Graham. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I walk over and I was like, what's up, man? Because he was on a date. I was like, sup, this is your new girl or what? He's like, no, she's just a chick I'm with. Uh, like in front of like, her no she was doing she was like in the bathroom or something 
Wow. And I was like, uh, I hope she listens to this podcast and finds out what a I know. Dog Wally what a, is. All the scum in fucking Wallace, Marshall County. What's your name? Cornwallis. Dolly. Dolly Watts. <laughs> <laughs> we got nicknames. Uh, so he goes, uh, I'm like, yeah, the whole fucking town's getting divorced. I was like, uh, I'm like, are you hanging out with my cousin Jason or what? And he's like, yeah, he's down there somewhere. I was like, holy shit. Like, I, I was so mad that we didn't hang out in Penguin. I mean, in Vegas. And uh, I was like, well, you two should come up uh, to Salt Lake and we should hang, like, you know, we should go out and just like have a good time, you know? And mm-hmm. he's like, well, why don't you mean you go out? And I'm like, yeah, you, me, you and Jason come up and we'll. <laughs> Because I was happy. I mean, you know, you saw me drink half a bottle yes. of fucking whiskey before we left. Yes. Um, and uh, he's like, no, like me and you. And I was like, like out? Like, are you asking me out? And he goes, yeah, I'm like, like on a date. And he goes, yeah. And I just went. <laughs> <laughs> In his face. I was well. like, Wally, Wally, no. I'm like, no, 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 Wally. He's like, well, why not? I'm like, because I'm, I'm like, what do you have to offer? I'm like, are, do you have money? And he goes, <laughs> I do all right. I'm like, like, how's your, like, I'm like, what's your dick game like? He's like, I do all right. And I'm like, I'm like, I've got not a lot to offer. I'm like, Wally, I'm just so much better. I'm just so much better than you, honey. I'm like, but like, God bless you for asking. I'm like, anyway, see you later. (laughs) What what, do you got? Money? Mm. And dick? (laughs) I'm like, no, Wally, no. What are you Stupid doing later? Idiot. Not this. None not, of that. Not, None of not this. this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, people from Penguin were dying that I was giving Wally so much, like so much trouble. Like all my peers were like, oh, "Fuck him up, Bob! Fuck him up!" <laughs> That's funny because <laughs> he's been our boss, you know. And everyone, yeah. you know, everyone we're all like, tan. "Yeah." <laughs> That's like if Richfield people would harass Tudor Ogden, like, (laughs) I told Derry was everyone's first job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, you know, Tudor didn't give out inappropriate massages. Mm, Well, (laughs) not that anybody admits, but it was called Tudor's Hooters for a reason. Okay, that's fair. I I was just speculating. I apologize. (laughs) We're all just speculating. Well, the good news is that the NFR, you did get to... uh, First of all, we need to mention on the NFR uh, Mike Pence coming to promote. Oh, my God. I have three problems with the entire evening. Number one, (laughs) the misogyny behind not cheering or caring or giving a fuck about the women competitors or the amazing woman who rode three horses galloping at the same time. Bareback. Standing bareback on three horse on two horses and then one in the middle, like nobody fucking cheered, and I was pissed. So I was pissed about that. The second second thing I was pissed about was um, the way that they treated the calves. I was very concerned about like the quality of life of these calves that they were roping and tying. Like I was very upset about that. And the third was the goddamn, the goddamn Mike Pence. Oh my god! I could have just screamed. I was like, nope, I'm, nope. I just I'm wearing a like- Wrangler shirt right now. I am not, I'm not, nope. They said, now everybody Stanford. give thanks for our vice president, 
Mike Pence, and everybody erupted in applause and just stood up in great reverence and awe. And yeah, me we, and Bobby and Shannon were just sitting there like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? Where are the white sheets? I'm about ready. This is, well, my this favorite, is it. My favorite thing on the planet is he's prom- he's out promoting this book. Like, these people do not read. They don't read. <laughs> Listen, 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 stop. You are insulting most of our listenership right now. I'm not even, no, I'm not even being a dick. No, I'm not even being a dick when I'm saying this. I grew we grew up in the MySpace era when it said books, and then they just wrote, don't read. (laughs) That's totally me. I also grew up, I also grew up in high school where I got chastised for like having just books for leisure, for fun. Yes. How did people, we read hundreds of books before it became assignments. And like people were just like, "Ooh, you read? Yeah, fuck, I read. I have to escape somehow." Like, well, and like still to this day, I'll have conversations like with people in language, and they're I'll be like, "Oh my god, I read this great book," and they'll be like, "I have never read a full book," and I'm like, "Excuse me, <laughs> who like, said cows this? can't be cows Wally? can't be that fun to fuck." <laughs> He's like, "Only Louis Lamore for me." <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Well, That's look- funny. <laughs> No, no, listen, I love Louis Lamar. I hate I hate You were just <laughs> hating. No, I'm I mean I look I'm looking at I'm looking at a Louis Lamar book that I own right now. Okay, so okay. I, I hate. Uh you did get to witness the Bobby and Kelly show. Was that overwhelming or No, actually the most overwhelming part was the rodeo situation and then the rest mm-hmm. of the time I was like, my autism just needs a little bit more relaxation right now. So me and Kelly we vibed. No. No, you, you and Caitlin. Katie. 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 God damn it. You have so many gay friends. <laughs> no, so many K friends. No, so many K friends. So many K gay friends. <laughs> Caitlin's not gay. <laughs> K- Kayla is. Oh, you know what my favorite, you know what my favorite, you know what one of my favorite parts of the NFR was? Me being hammered, talking to Karen, her trying to tell me how we know each other, but she can't tell me because it's client patient <laughs> confidentiality. And I'm like, this girl what? I sit by, I sit right by, listen, Bobby, I figured it out. This girl I sit by, she's like, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. And then like, the more we talk, the more I'm like, she, I think she might know me. Oh, this makes me uncomfortable. And so I was like, why are you like, what are you doing? What are you from? And she's like, Oh, I'm a therapist. And I was like, Oh, Perfect. I am so mentally ill. We will have a great time. <laughs> and she was like, okay, yeah. And she actually, like, helped me feel a lot better about the calf thing. She was just like, here's the rules and, like, all these different things. And anyway, I figure out, because she looks so fucking familiar. And I was like, oh, we lived in Annabelle at the same time. When I was, like, a young adult, like, people didn't not know me in Annabelle. I was just like, I don't know. So... <clears throat> She's like, we were like in the same town, same time. And I was like, oh, okay, so like, do we know each other? And she's like, um, hmm. Like she just like kind of really expertly skirted around the whole issue. Uh-huh. I am pretty sure that she is the daughter <laughs> of the, um, like young women's president that I grew up with. <laughs> That's such a small world. Dude. And I was like, and like, because she kind of, and now that I think about it, she looks like her mom did. I can see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but she doesn't yeah, have yeah. the same last name because she's married. And 
I was just like, okay, so, so, oh, so, like, it just made me extra hyper aware of, like, okay, something, trickery is afoot, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, she's a therapist. And then, oh, she's, a, so, she's, she's cool, she's cool as fuck. And then, like, um, so they stand up at the end of the rodeo, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, where are you from, or whatever, and she's like, no, we've met, and you're like, mm, I just got one of those faces, which you don't. Oh, no, I totally don't. I was like, I don't know. No, 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 no. I was just trying to say, I don't know you, lady. Like, I don't. Oh, we don't. We don't. I don't know you. And I was like, Bobby's drunk. She's trying to pretend that she doesn't know this lady. This lady is trying to be like, I'm a therapist. Please. Like, I do. We've met. We've met. Well, what I thought she said is, what I thought she said is, I talked about you with one of my clients in therapy. I th- and I was like, oh, so it must be one of my family members. Okay, whatever. That's what I thought she said. Oh, I didn't yeah, she yeah. Said, I didn't think she said you came in with one of my clients. If she, and then and then it all came together. Because then you explained it to me in the car. Yeah, I was like, you do know that lady. <laughs> this is the thing she was talking about. And you were like, oh. <laughs> and then when I told Kay about it, she laughed so hard. She's like, oh, my God, Kay, I'll text her right now. <laughs> <laughs> what did she? Oh, my God. Could you imagine, like, months later getting this text? Hey, that girl from the NFR figured out who you were. No, it was that night. It was that night okay, when I texted okay. her because we figured it all out. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> no, but when Kelly and I get together, I'm glad you didn't get, like, too overwhelmed with that because we go, like, a million miles a minute. And yeah, we're no. just, like, we're like little hummingbirds just all over. <laughs> Katie and I were very on par with our vibe. We were, like, sweet, cool. Yes. Just let them. Just let them be. Let them. Don't tire. Let them don't, don't tire let themselves them. out. <laughs> yeah. Let them. <laughs> like the dogs. Like yeah. let them wrestle a little bit. They'll be fine. God, she keeps <laughs> posting that video of me fucking wrestling Athena with no bra and like no shirt. I'm like, 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 like that's not the show you already put on for us on Instagram. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Cassidy's like so many titties. <laughs> Oh my god! Anyway, I had a good time. I thought it was a good time. We're gonna make it a tradition. I want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was stressful, but I think by next year I'll know what to expect, and it'll be fine. I also love that it starts at five thirty and ends at eight thirty. Yeah, no, like an early evening. Like we get to still yeah. be home in time for like Denny's dinner and stuff. Hell yeah! No, Hell no, yeah. we had we had you bought that Domino's, and I could have made love to that some pizza. Oh my, it was the most, my edible, by the way, at the NFR was really potent. Like, I was vibing pretty good. That Seagram's that I bought at Walmart, which by the way, getting your liquor at Walmart is so convenient. (laughs) Utah should really look into it. You're in, you're out, you're on your way. (laughs) Some very patient, but very overworked woman is at the checkout counter. We're doing everything in our power to get her to like like us for some reason. Instead of just leaving her alone. Because <laughs> we're like, we have mommy issues. Can you just please call me baby? <laughs> Can you please just like us, poor black lady that just hates her life? <laughs> you know what, though? You know what, though? I went to Taco Time yesterday, and um, yeah. I thought I was, I yeah, and I wanted just two crisp pinto bean burritos yeah, and a stuffed uh, Mexi fry. Oh, and uh, yeah. They were doing like four for seven dollars. I am getting and horny over this. Stop. I know. <laughs> and I thought it was stuffed Mexi fries, but it was just regular Mexi fries, four for seven. <laughs> and I've had like a really bad week. So before <laughs> before this before this meal, I've only had like five thousand calories for the whole I'm, week. So I'm, I'm, I'm only like laughing ready. because 
this week has been from literal fucking hell. So for me, <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> oh, um, so <sighs> I, so I thought like I like changed my order, like I reversed and changed my order, and the chick was like trying to help me, but I, I had already smoked the weed, so it was too. We were it was too late for both of us. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I get my order and I like, I'm looking through the back to make sure I got ranch with my stuffed Mexi fries. And I'm like, I fuck yeah, you did. Ranch. I, we have I the get same fucking, fucking order. God damn. So I go back through the driveway, drive through to be like, it's no big deal. But you didn't get me my ranch. So I turn on my overhead light just to make sure I didn't get it. Just so I don't be an ass. It's just regular Mexi fries. Right. <clears throat> so I go and look at the sign to make sure I'm not, you know, to make sure I'm not being the asshole. Right. Mm hmm. It's me being the asshole. So I have to go back and order more Mexi fries, which whatever. I don't care. Like, I'm just, I'm invested at this point. So I'm like laughing when I order and then I pull up. I'm just like, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Here's $2 for every time you've had to deal with me tonight. And there was a, like a middle-aged Mexican mother and she started laughing so hard. Like I was dealing with a white girl at the window, but like there was a, she was like working the girl and she started laughing. And I'm like, that's how I know I'm funny. Cause I just made that woman laugh. <laughs> like if you can make a middle-aged Mexican mother, Working at Taco Time, laugh from your yeah, stupidity. Absolutely. You're fucking we funny. Have mommy issues. Like my whole goal is like, oh, I didn't make my therapist laugh today. I wonder if like she likes being my therapist. <laughs> I wonder we if very she much likes want me. women to be like, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. <laughs> um, how were your holidays? <clears throat> well, do you want me to catch everybody up to thus far? Yeah, go ahead. Well, thus far, we, we left each other and then immediately I'm trying, I'm like meeting up with people. I'm trying to suss out like if my mom's a drug addict and whether or not I should like allow her back in my life eventually. And I'm getting some clues here and there from <clears throat> lovely listeners turned re-friends to me. And um, yeah, so I figure out that my mom's doing drugs pretty much my entire stay. And I'm like... I'm trying to suss this out because I'm like, well, should I forgive my mom? Is she a changed person? Whatever. So um, this boy that we talked about in whatever episode we talked about rape culture in, but this boy, um, he texts me or like adds me as a friend, right? During this whole weird thing. And I ignore him because I'm just like, like you said, he's probably just like looking for like he's just curious let's like let him be curious and like and so then so i think okay i bet his mom and my mom were like drug friends so i'm gonna text him and be like hey what's up so <clears throat> i like text him and say hey and he's like well 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 and like starts hardcore the the charm and i was like oh hey uh i know that it's confusing that i text late at night but this is like my only free time and so this does not mean i'm flirting with you i'm married I'm here to talk about something else. And he was like, oh, I wish you would flirt with me, but okay, haha. And I was like, no, like, I'm serious. And he was like, okay, cool. Like, I can respect that. And so I asked him if our parents, like, were drug friends and, like, why we got together so often and why XYZ happened. And <clears throat> he was like, I really didn't care about my mom's. I wasn't worried about my mom's drug habits. I was worried more about like school and like what your boobs looked like or some shit like that and i was like okay once again like um not here for that but i have to but like it's also just like 
par for the course. Like, right. it's kind of like sometimes, sometimes you just have to get through all that shit to have like a real conversation with someone as a female. Yes. I was just like, I'm just trying to be real with you. Like, it can be hard yeah. to suss out what a woman is texting you for. Yeah. I'm yeah. being very honest. Like, benefit of the doubt type of thing. So, and then he was just like, <clears throat> okay, cool, whatever. Well, yeah, I really don't know why our moms were friends. And I was like, okay, well, um, this is my, this is my guess. And he was like, all right. And so then he was like, we were friends for a while and he would like start laugh reacting to my stories that were like, they were linked from Instagram, but he would like, like my Facebook stories. And I was like, that's weird. He seems to be like the first like of all of these like videos. Mm -hmm. And so, and I never post on Facebook, right? Cause I'm just like yeah. off Facebook more on Instagram. And I decide I'm going to post something on my Facebook status to see like what the reaction is. And he was just like one of the first likes and like, like messaged me about it and was like, ha ha ha. I like love this or whatever. And so <clears throat> I was just like, this feels strangely like, like possessive. Like, I wonder if he's like trying to do damage control or if he's just like still trying to flirt or like what the fuck is happening. And so after a while, and like my husband is like, why are you like hung up on this? Like, what is the deal with like you and this person? And like, you seem to be bothered by his like re-presence in your life, but you're like not doing anything about it. Like you're not blocking him or whatever. And I was right. like, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know what the hang up is. <clears throat> Well, he ends up texting me like after a week and he was like, you know, don't you? And I was like, um, I'm clueless. So please enlighten me. And he was just like, you hate me. You're doing this to torture me. Like, you know, and, and you're not talking about it. And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. So like, he's like, I, you hate me because I'm a bad, I'm a bad person. Like I was like, listen, I know you apologized for this thing that like you slapped me on the bus or whatever. Like we don't have to rehash that. And he was like, no, I molested you and you know, and you're not giving me the, <clears throat> the forgiveness that I deserve. And I was just fucking stunned. I was like, like my world stopped completely also i love how they just come in hot like that where it's like you're doing me wrong yes. right now it's yes. like right Bitch, what you touched me <laughs> i was just i could not i was like i <clears throat> i'd always like assumed that my bodily violation ended when I was a baby, like, and I've wondered why I'm so resistant to physical touch and like, uh -huh. so alarmed by people being close to me. And like, I know about the age range that he was talking about. And he started texting me. He's like, you knew this whole time. And you always showed me such kindness even though you knew what I did to you and you always knew, but, um, I don't know why you won't forgive me. And I don't know why 
you're not giving me the forgiveness now. And I was like, I had no idea. And he was just like, bullshit. And I was like, I'm just finding this out. And like, literally by the time I took screenshots of the conversation, mm -hmm. he'd like blocked me and said, fuck you. And like, you're not going to give me the peace I need. And fuck you. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and I didn't know what to do. So, of course, I like texted our resident women's advocate yeah. friend. Brooke. She's going to be, she's going to get brought up again. <laughs> Brooke, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Brooke. For real. You've been a champ. She's been such an, um, and like, she's going through her own shit. Like, yeah. she has a life of her own that she's actively trying to like work through. And she is so kind to be there for me when I was just like, what do I do about this? And like, yeah, but this is the definition of community, right? Like, well, she's that's going the through her shit, build, right? Yeah, she's going through her shit. Like, and I, you know, I hope she knows she can reach out to me whenever, you know. Absolutely. Like, I love her and I've only like just recently rekindled that like relationship right and it's became yeah. it's become a really beautiful thing in my life so love you um if she has any questions about like how to be like a generous she can hit me up and i can <laughs> give her all want, <laughs> listen how to like how to be loud at a sporting event uh, <laughs> how to embarrass your Girl. friends <laughs> Anyway, um, she's just been wonderful and she's like helped walk me through a lot of the things and yeah, she is great. But, um, anyway, he, he's, he's blocked me and <clears throat> not even like two weeks ago, I found a, a new profile of his popped up. So he just makes a new profile when things go south. I think he thought that, like, maybe if he deleted his entire profile that I wouldn't have, like, text evidence of it. But, like, this is the murderino generation of women. Like, we're going to keep the records and you're fucked. Like, uh... Well, this is honestly, like, this is uh, when I had my stalker issue situation. Same situation with her. Like, she has a million profiles, and it just made me want to... I mean, I did. I deleted all of my social media except for my artist page, and, mm -hmm. like, you know me. Like, I sometimes respond to things. Sometimes I don't. Sure. Sometimes I'm just, like, whatever. Like, it's some people I let in, some people I don't, and it's because of this, because it's, like, I don't want to be infiltrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I have been, and it's just, like, such, like, it makes you feel like, ugh. Like, yeah. you need to take a, a bath. Well, so, like, even afterwards, um, <clears throat> I noticed an uptick on um, Google searches for my place of business. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, so, yeah, so I was just, like, and, and on my Facebook page, too, right? My, like, my, right. they were, like, hey, your page has been visited the X amount of times. And, you know, I've been fucking closed for two years and I haven't received Google or Facebook pages notifications about my business pages right. until this specific thing happened. And then it was suddenly a huge upspike. So I was really actually kind of scared that he was going well, to come after and me. And it could be a total fluke, too. But the fact that it's he's it's the paranoia and it's yes. you're, he's, you're given that energy. Because away. spoiler alert, you know who you are. Yeah. I'm the fucking victim in this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like of course there's going to be this like alarm bells going off with mm -hmm. with this guy. And yeah. um 
turns out every other human being that has been really abusive to me. So that was August. <clears throat> and then my dog had a seizure, a very severe one, um, on my husband's birthday and then one the next day and she was hospitalized and then she didn't get better and we had to put her down and I'm still not fucking over it. And that was well, October. You don't, need to get, you don't need to get over it. I'm not over Chester. He died when I was 12. Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> and people are like, how are you doing? Are you okay? And I'm, I just feel ashamed sometimes that I'm just like, no, I'm not okay. I miss my fucking dog and I'm not going to get over it. I don't think I can. And so that was October. And then November brought, uh, all of the family into town and I got a therapist and I was like, my dog died and my family is around and I just can't handle my life. I cannot my handle my life. My here. <laughs> she was like, okay, heard, like, let's get you in every week. And so, uh, I'm seeing her and she's really helped me even though like every session is a new adventure. I'm just like, Oh well, yeah, for sure. I'm That's here therapy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she's just helping me and my eyes are opened to a lot more bullshit and so you know knowledge is power and it's also associated with the fall of mankind and oh absolutely I'm uh yeah I'm just recognizing a lot of patterns in my life that aren't just from my side of the family but also Spencer's side of the family and it's it's becoming very apparent that once again, all of my boundaries aren't respected by fuck all. So, so here we are. With Spencer? No, Spencer's fine. Spencer's f f fucking amazing. <laughs> Just with like extended family and stuff. Well, he's recognizing him. He's like, oh, I don't, I'm not so sure that I'm okay <laughs> with that. And I don't know yeah. what that means. And like, and also like, when your wife is this woke and this loud and this opinionated, uh, your wife's going to hear about her opinions about your family and, and the actions that they do and how they make her uncomfortable, like uh, uh -huh. cornering them for information or uh, giving them a silent treatment or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is fun. You know, this is fun. Uh, I mean, it is, it's, uh, it's uh, it's our we're the elder statesmen like i say it's it's we we we're, we're the ones who say what's up because mm -hmm. i'm tired of all this shit and mm -hmm. we're the ones who we're the ones who are it's our turn to fuck up the next generations i don't think we are <laughs> i think what we are trying to do is traumatize the people who traumatized us back and like fight back that way and make room for gen z and gen a and b to have sunshine and rainbows for all the rest of their days like i i'm done with this bullshit like Cut off, cut off boundaries. I think it's cute that you think we're going to make it to these <laughs> generations. <laughs> I do. I do. I have a lot of hope. <laughs> and not, and zero also. Like, you know, I probably should I schedule a ketamine trip. <laughs> I think it's interesting that how we approach death differently because I lost someone too. Um, I don't know if you guys remember when I went to Sacramento and took pictures for my homie who was racing Volkswagens. Um, I just got like a text on a random 
Thursday from his girlfriend that uh, his kidneys and his liver had just felled and he was in a coma. And she's like, he's dying. He'll be dead any anytime. Mm. And the next morning I had a text that he was gone and it was just so surreal kind of. Mm. And I just felt like such death doesn't bother me. Like, mm-hmm. I was very sad. Like, and every once in a while, I'm like, oh, Matt would love to love what would love this meme or whatever. Or he always, there was no level of dorkiness that I could extend. Like, I could always be lame with him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I definitely missed that. Um, and like, I miss that we're, I'm not going to go on any more like California adventures with him anymore. Yeah. But, uh, like, I just felt so grateful for, like, the pandemic and that I was able to go out and spend those three days with him and take pictures and just spend some, like, quality time with him in a time where I felt more calm and less bitchy and shit like that, mm-hmm. um, where we just spent some, like, really good quality time together. And, you know, I guess only the good die young because he was he was a really – he just accepted me for who I was. Mm-hmm. And I just – you know, he, he even even in my bitchy era, like which is you know still going on, but <laughs> it used to be a Pretty lot boring. worse. Yeah, but like I just, I just feel such so much gratitude for just knowing the guy and being a part of his life for the decade that I was. Like I just am like, I, you know, I got a quarter of his life, and that's like, how lucky am I? You know? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I feel like I'd love to do a whole um, episode on, like, what happens to us when we die type of stuff. Uh And, like, all of the different theories that we've come across and grown into and out of. But, um, yeah, death is uh, becoming more and more, like, shit, that could happen to me. I'm like, when will it? Yeah, and, like, (laughs) so, like, you were saying that, um, actually, my friend from aesthetic school... She was the woman from Sevier County, not from Salt Lake, that was staying with her sister in Sevier County and went missing for a couple days. Oh. And, like, I personally know her and I talk to her a lot. And, like, we're not buds. We're not friends. We're just, like, Internet really friends. well, cool acquaintances. And we're just like, hey, uh-huh. how are you? And, like, it's good. It's good. Um, <clears throat> anyway, she went missing. And, like, in some way, I really, like envied her that she was like she had left her phone at her sister's her sister was like hey can you move the car because it's trash day she like hopped in the car and just left and i was like i remember before i had a cell phone and i could just drive and nobody knew where i was and i envied that about her i was just like she's probably just taking a few days to like cool down like i would love to do that and like and then I just questioned her, like, mental state because, like, shit was happening to her while we were in school together that is, like, making a recurrence in her life. And I was just like, well, that's probably something that's come up recently and, like, worried about her mental state. And, like, maybe she would, like... Self-harm or something? Yes. Suicide. Yes. And, like, I was just like, well, when people are hurting that bad, like, I don't blame them. I'm like, these the year has been so hard for so many people that like 
suicide ideation is not a joke and a very real thing. And like <laughs> one of the things that happened in um, family drama was that uh, one of Spencer's uncles made a joke to one of Spencer's aunts. And he's from the era where Polish jokes were funny. Uh-huh. And so he made a Polish joke uh, involving suicide and thought that he would just get a real big laugh out of both me and the woke auntie. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, mm. and the, so he was like, later, he was like, I feel like I really screwed up making that Polish joke. And I was like, yeah, uncle so-and-so like, I'm sure that you thought that it was about the Polish, but you should know that I'm severely and often suicide. I have a suicidal, I have a lot of suicide ideation and, uh, it's nobody's fault. Uh, like around me, like that's nothing that anybody's doing that makes me that way. It's just that I have a lot of shit for my childhood. And he was like, you know what? I've heard a lot about it. I've not heard everything and I've not heard probably most of it, but like, I get that and I'm really sorry. And I didn't recognize that I was making a joke in that way too, that could have been offensive. Like, thanks for bringing that to my awareness. And it's like, yeah, maybe we should all be looking at the reason why so many of our mental health, mental states is suffering. On the other hand, suicidal jokes make me laugh my ass off. They're part of my therapy. The How I, the how, part of my therapy, like I heal through humor and I poke fun at suicide all the time because like it's part of my reality so it's like it's laughing to keep from crying it's like whatever sure i i bring it up as candidly but as seriously as i can like i'm not afraid to bring it up and i'm not afraid to talk about it uh but it's not a joke like (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna disagree about it no i mean i'm fine with us disagreeing about it i'm just saying like yeah i understand that you can you're like well set and uh, it offends you and i get it and that's fine but i'm just saying like everyone heals differently and like if you would have told me that joke i probably would have laughed my ass off you know what i mean not because i mean the polish thing probably would have annoyed me but (laughs) the suicidal thing i would have just been like yeah man i get it fuck yeah (laughs) you know i think we're well past racist and suicidal jokes like i mean there's a time and place obviously if it's done well but like the way he was doing it was not funny. It was very real. So, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I get where you're coming from, yeah. and I'm just saying. Like, there's a. Uh, I'm gonna say people get over shit a, in different ways. You know, there is a time and a place. And if I'm in a comedy club, and and watching a professional sad boy <laughs> make jokes, I'll be into it. But that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean. I'm not telling you how to fill. I'm just saying that's, I'm just giving my perspective yeah. on this, on the yeah. matter. I'm trying to, I'm trying to compromise and saying, I can see how I could agree with you in some instances. <laughs> you don't have I'm to just, agree with me at all. I'm just, I like broadening <laughs> like, my perspective. So you, I mean, you don't have to agree with me. I'm just saying like, I joke about it literally all the time. Cassie and I are constantly sending each other memes and shit. I think it's fucking hilarious. And like that freaking uh, comic I sent, I posted about uh, Jesus turning into Hitler. So risky. I thought it was so fucking funny though, because it's like, I don't believe in Jesus. And like Jesus used, or Hitler used Jesus to like persuade the Nazis. Like, it's just like everything about religion and uh, like 
controlling people and using religion to control people. Like it was just like such like a, you know, whatever. The point it was is, like a Black Mirror type of thing. Yeah, it was like a, it was like shock. Like this, it's a punk rock thing. It's like shock. It's like a shock value thing. It's like throwing those limes at a dude who was always like, like, yo, dude, I'm almost out of limes. Make sure you wait. There's enough for everyone. And he came up and still asked for six limes. It's like, here's your fucking six limes, then you piece of shit. You know. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's like a in your face. You know, that's how obviously how I am. We know we're different. Obviously. Yeah. And in some ways, we're so the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why we have a fucking podcast. Welcome, everybody. Season four. Season, season four. So, what else? Did we get caught up? That's well, that's current for me. So, no, I'm not, I'm not even close to caught up because... Okay, great. <laughs> so, I, I got the text that said... Uh, you're a fat cunt and a backstabber. Mm-hmm. And you all know me. Like, I don't, I don't like hold on to numbers. Like, I don't keep people around. Like, I just don't give a shit. Like, especially because in the restaurant industry, people just come and go so much. There's just really no point. Like, my, that would be like where all my storage went. <laughs> you know? It's just like, who's this? <laughs> yeah. So I got this text. I just wasn't emotionally there. I wasn't emotionally. At first, I thought it was kind of funny. And then I was like, I wonder who this is. So it kind of made me go through, like, all my past relationships that had kind of ended badly. And made me think about, like, was I the wrong for that? Was I the right for that? Which I'm I'm grateful for. Like, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for the opportunity to go back and, like, see where I was the villain. Was I a villain? Was I not? Yeah. In the situations where I was, it was good to I did I learn from that? Yes, I did. And then there's situations where whatever, I'm I stand by what I did and I'm happy with what I did, you know? Yeah. So I was like, is it like I don't know my mom's cell phone number. I'm like, is this my mom? Like <laughs> is this like uh you know, one of the Josie's ex you know, baby daddies? Like is mm-hmm. this, you know, like uh an ex-roommate, an ex-friend. Like, I had no idea. Like, everything mm-hmm. was running through my head. Like, a, my old boss. Like, I had no idea. What was the area code? 385. Oh, so it could be fucking anybody. It could have been fucking anybody, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, like, like literally a month before, I went through and deleted, like, all my old restaurant contacts. So I was yeah. like, could be anybody, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, the week of Christmas... For some reason, like, I, taking the holidays off made me, like, happy for the holidays this year. This was the first year in 10 you years mean, that I've been... Ex- for a very obvious reason that you didn't have to deal with anyone's bullshit? Yeah, but also, I think it's it needs to be expressed. And we're going to go into great lengths about this, the restaurant industry right now, in general. But also, y'all need to ease up. Because, A, there's not true professionals in there right now because they're not paying us shit. Mm-hmm. And be like, just shut up. We're all human beings. You know, just shut up. Yeah, I have not had a single correct order anywhere, anywhere for like months. Yeah. And it's almost getting comical at this point. But I still am like, I'm fucking tipping you because, because, God damn it, you need the money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And uh, number two is just like, like you said, I can't be expecting the best of the best because right, like, industry's corrupt. And, 
that's also part of the reason why I'm taking a break. Like, there's a lot of layers on why I'm taking some time out. Like, mm-hmm. it's mental, and it's also like the industry does not deserve me right now. Like, they don't deserve my skills with mm. what they're paying. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, I finally am getting like mentally well, right? Like mm-hmm. my I up my You're thriving girl. <laughs> yeah, I up my depression pills. I'm only watching Jake's kids. Like, I'm just chilling. You know, like I've just been You're like doing playing. art again. I saw I saw that art. Well, we just paint uh, with the. I just paint with the kids. Yeah, um, it's called art. Yeah, but it's just like forty-five minutes of paint. It's not anything serious, but um. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I finally, like, I when I got the text, it was in October, and I just blocked it immediately. When I first yeah. got it, I laughed, blocked it, and then for some reason, I just thought about it like every day. It was bothering, it ate it was at eating you. at me. It ate at me. <laughs> And so, like, the week before Christmas, I finally just texted. And I'm like, all right, I'll bite. Who is this? Like, what the fuck did I do? Let's let's squash this. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you guys, when I tell you that this person had to describe in detail who they were because I had no fucking clue <laughs> who they were. Okay, who are you? Okay, wait. But who are you? <laughs> it was some fragile-ass man. Oh my God! Who was trying to blame me for his actions in our restaurant group when we worked? To- we worked together for one weekend. Okay. <sighs> so I worked in a restaurant group that had eight locations, seven of which were restaurants. The protocol was people could uh, um, transfer in between restaurants. Sometimes that's how we would just solve problems. Like yes, like. They're good workers, but we're just clashing. Let's move we're them. Put them on a different team. Or like when I worked at Billy Blanco's, that was our lowest price point, high volume, low price point. So if someone wanted to go to like the super high end restaurant, I would be like, "Yo, uh, general manager of this restaurant, I'm sending one." Like if she needed someone, I'm like, "I'm gonna send my best server." Yeah. You know, and it would be like a promotion. Pretty cool. <clears throat> so. <laughs> The way that you have to get promoted, though, is the managers have to talk to each or transferred is the managers have to talk to each other. That's okay. the only way you can get transferred. Okay. So he came and worked for me one weekend with me. He was my assistant manager one weekend uh, because my assistant manager was doing something on Main Street. And during that weekend for like two days, two, two days, he worked with me. He like faked punching me in the face like three times oh my god he was like hitting on my weight my servers he was like doing all sorts of shit i was having so many problems with my chef i was like i do not need this like toxic masculinity energy in my life yep i couldn't wait for him to leave like when he got back (laughs) like i remember talking to my boss i was like what is this guy's fucking deal he's like i don't know he's the worst i didn't hire him and i was like thank god it wasn't you because i was about to roast your ass mm-hmm. um so anyways like months later he calls me and he's like i'm just having a really hard time with uh this my boss da, 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 da. like can i come work with you and i was like okay like let me just let me call you back so i called his boss and i'm like what's going on with this guy and she's like he never shows up he's Mm. uh insubordinate like do not she's like i will not approve the transfer and she's like and he would be bad in here she's like i do not do this to yourself bobby Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm like obviously a i'm not gonna throw another female colleague under the bus this this Mm -hmm. industry's hard enough for us as it Mm -hmm. is and b i'm following following procedure (laughs) 
And I had to explain that to him. And I'm like, and also your fucking behavior out of line. I'm like, you were so aggressive and you were like sexual and all this stuff. I'm like, and he was like, well, like, how do you like, give me an example. Give me an example. I'm like, dude, if you can't understand what I'm saying just by Mm self-assessing, I'm like, you have a bigger issue. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I get that the industry's changed drastically uh, in the past 20 years. I'm like, I've been here. I've been along for the ride. I'm like, I, I'm like, and it must be really hard for you. Mm -hmm. Like it must be very hard for you as a white male who had got whatever the fuck you wanted to be finally held accountable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but that's not my problem. And for you to just throw that kind of shade on me, I'm like, uh-uh. And he was like, apologize. He's like, I'm serious. I was just going through something. And I'm like, I get it. I'm like, I've been in the mental institution this year, dude. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I'm like, I get it. I'm like, but, and he's like, I can't get a job anywhere. Like no one in park city will hire me. No one in Salt Lake will hire me. And I'm like, well, take the note, dude. Maybe it's time yeah. to change careers. Like, cause I understand because I wouldn't want you in my restaurant either. I wouldn't hire you. Exactly. And he was just like, he was just like, oh, okay. And I'm like, so (laughs) I'm like, I'm just going to be frank with you. But I'm like, but yeah, maybe don't (laughs) like, I'm so fucking tired of that fucking attitude where it's just like, it's just like how this guy pushed it all on you. It's like, bitch, I ain't your fucking problem. You're your problem. Exactly. Like, don't, don't don't come at me. (laughs) Like, do not come at me. And like, I like, this is, I feel like my attitude, my old school attitude is coming back hard where I'm just like, Mm -hmm. "Uh -uh. don't, don't fucking come at me. I'm going to tell you exactly what a long enough pandemic. Like we do not need to be catering to you anymore. Like, here you go. Well, it's also like, here's this. Well, it's also like the shit that I had to endure at that fucking restaurant group. Yes. And the promotions that I got passed over because I had a set of tits. Yes. And, like, the dumbest motherfuckers who would, like, sleep with their servers and stuff got promoted. Uh-uh. Like, uh-uh. We'll get into it. We're going to ha- we're gonna do a whole restaurant industry. Yes, we will. Beauty industry. We're going we're gonna to get into it. Um, and kind of just give some insight because I think people are interested in that shit. But it's just, like, <laughs> I... I just had to laugh because it's like the audacity. And I'm like, and also the fact that this guy, I just like let him stress me out. Exactly. But I'm also for like so two I, months. <laughs> but I also said, Hey, I'm really grateful because I feel like I came out a better person on the other side. Because after he told I, you what that was about or what? No, after I sat and thought and made myself think and ponder and lay in my bed and be like, are you a fat cunt and a backstabber? Like who, mm-hmm. who is this? Who could this possibly be from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like who? You did some self assessment. <laughs> who are you keeping up at night? You know? Yeah, yeah. It is kind of nice speaking about like people who slide into your DMs and think whatever of you. You're just like, uh-huh. hey, why, why, why are you still thinking about me, bro? Because we were talking about how like you didn't know who could have you in their contacts, and like, I probably do save too many contacts. It's just not even a convenient way on apple to really mass delete people they make you keep them right yeah so um definitely like i do keep some contacts not gonna lie there is a new tiktok thing where you can actually see who has you like it will say recommended friend and it says you're in their contacts and so i have like you just never know who saved your fucking number. And like, that's not a problem for you because you've changed your numbers a couple of times, 
but like I've had the same number for 20 years and right. it's like god that sounds so old okay I that's the real reality of the situation, Fuck, though. God dude. damn it! Okay, I know. Okay. We're it's old. fine. It's um, that to see like somebody who you were in choir with for like two weeks has you in their contact still, like Makes seriously, you feel good. seriously. All right, maybe I was that hot. I don't know. I was thinking, fuck near 50. We got to go back to the NFR and just do a shout out to Shannon, best person on the planet, right? What an absolute gem. I, An angel. Shannon, Shannon, I love we you. We love you. I love that you are married to Travis <laughs> and that you took us to the NFR and that you have some cool ass kids and that you're like a school counselor and you handle shit. I admire the fuck out of you. Yeah. I love you too, man. And I like that you're our fan and that you're like our biggest fan. And yeah. That uh, you've also always just been the funnest cousin. So. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. That's we just just a, just a quick sidebar, Shan. We love you. It's really nice to have a cool cousin, huh? I have one, a single cool cousin, and I married into it. Like, I've got so many fucking cousins, and a lot of them are pretty cool in their own way. <laughs> right, because you could just walk into any body shop anywhere in that town and be like, "Hey, cousin," and they'd all be like, "Sup, Bobby? Sup?" <laughs> I just I find it funny how many people keep you in their context for so long and like for what for fucking what I think it was part has partially to do with I remember when I first got a phone I felt cool if I had a shit ton of contacts yeah it's like, like the remember, friends list and I, I liked it too until I became a manager and then I was like I need to delete all these fucking contacts because like like I had so many like because at first when I first became an assistant manager the turnover was so high because my general manager at the time was an idiot Mm -hmm. and then like I got a better general manager and then I got into control and then like the turnover became less but it was still a thing you know what I mean yeah so it was just like so many it just wasn't a point you know and now I'm like I don't I don't save names yeah either like it takes a while (laughs) yeah you gotta earn your spot now but here's another pop possibly uh toxic work environment and that's driving lift <laughs> i did not expect this you were so jazzed about it you're like i'm, I'm, ja- got, I'm getting my licensing it's gonna be the best job no, ever i still am jazzed about it and i made pretty good money like i make like 30 to 50 dollars an hour when i do it um but like <laughs> okay i'm just gonna tell you about my first day and jake's reaction to my first day so (laughs) my first day was um (sighs) okay so i it was like christmas eve i think so i was just cruising people around at one point i text jake and i because i picked up this polynesian guy and his car broke down so i took him to AutoZone, and he's like hey can i just give you like 20 bucks you can drive me back and i was like yeah that's fine so i turned off the app and um text jake and i was like hey just so you know if i don't turn up the guy that i drove the my last lift my last lift drive ride is the guy who killed me oh my god and, and he was like um okay you know you, you know it's just girl stuff you just gotta check in yeah but it was your brother right yeah so he didn't understand yeah and <laughs> and, and he's ex-military right <laughs> yeah but he, he was just like um okay, he was about to hop not- in his helicopter i know right <laughs> but oh the guy before that uh 
so I picked him up um, uh, at the train station um, on North Temple. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like on the bridge right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Picked yes. him up right there. <laughs> and I had to drive him to Sketchy. like a fucking storage unit in like South Jordan on Redwood Meth Road. Head. Meth. That's meth shit right there. I don't know what the hell, but the whole time, the whole ride. No, it could have been murder too. The whole ride, the whole ride, he talked about how he wanted to put a baby in me and how we'd have the most beautiful baby. And why don't I want babies? And we could have such a beautiful baby and this and that. And I'm just like, I've been a bartender for 10 years mm-hmm, and a waitress, mm-hmm. a waitress for 20. So it's just like, when I was 17, the fucking truckers yes. would be like. Sexually harassing be, you. Yeah. I'd have to be like, do you want dessert off the menu? And they'd still be like, sit on the menu. And I'd be like, you fuckers. Yeah. I'm 17. It's illegal. Everything you're doing right now is perverted and illegal. Um, but not that I cared. Uh, right. But because I, so I went to Jake's house after my first day and he was like, so how was your first day? And so I like, I just told him like, what happened? Like those two stories. Oh, and when we went to the storage unit, the guy was like, well, he was, he asked me out. He's like, so can we like go out and get drinks or something? And I was like, tell you what if i'm your driver again that it'll be destiny and then i'll give you my number like what the fuck am i supposed to say you know like it's like i don't know like no mm-hmm. fuck no you drive away and... he requests a ride <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then uh and then he goes but i'm only gonna be here for like a day and i'm like well i don't want to go out with you for a day then like i don't i don't want to get to know you and uh, then he goes, at the storage unit, no one was there. And he goes, I think I need a car to get in there. And I'm like, well, I'm not going in there with you, man. Sorry. Like, I'm just not yeah, going to no. do that. Like, what do you want me to be murdered? You think <laughs> I was know. born yesterday? I'm like, yeah, I was born at night, but not last night, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, like, I was telling Jake all this. And he was, like, horrified. He was like, some guy. I mean, for the literally- record, so am I. But I know that you lived, so. <laughs> Well, also, like, I'm just used to this kind of behavior. Like, this is just how s- not all men, some men are, you know? Like, Hashtag been, not all men. <laughs> I've been dealing with this since I was, like, again, we were talking about Dolly Watts, his inappropriate rubs. Right. Yeah. Since I was, four, you know, since before that, my, grandpa- my grandparents own a trucking company. I've been getting inappropriate comments since I was, like, 11 years old just by truckers who are just in the shop. Like not working for my grandparents just passing through saying weird shit to me like it's just it is what it is mm-hmm. so like i mean i'm not happy about it right but i'm not like i'm not like i'm desensitized you're not, just you're not horrified way. yeah i'm not like oh my god guess what happened to me today it's not the first it's not my first day yeah you know Part for the course. <laughs> so i was like telling him and uh, his wife about it and he was like mm, we should get you a gun <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Don't. <laughs> That's a rule number one oh one. Do not and I offer. Go, I was like, uh, I have uh, suicidal ideation. Yes, thing. sir. <laughs> I'm like really nice of you. I'm like, but I could just have a bad fifteen minutes and then you feel really bad for the rest of yes, your life. Yes. Yes. And he's like, oh, oh okay, shit. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. And he's like, how about some, like, mace? And I'm like, for the inside of my car? <laughs> and he's like, oh, right, right, right. And I'm like, I mean, I could do a taser. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's get you yeah, a taser. Yeah, electricity, let's do that. 
And I'm like, but also, I'm like, I'm afraid that if I started tasing a, a man, I wouldn't stop. <laughs> also, I might try to tase myself and like it. <laughs> um, my cousin Kelly, my mom, she's my mom's age. She tased me once, and she laughed her ass. She thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, she's insane, and I love her for it. But I was like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um. Wow. Was, How old were you? Uh, like twenty two. We she worked. We worked in the same like we worked for the same family, but she worked at the supermarket and I worked at the steakhouse. It's like on the same compound. Uh-huh. And she called me. She's like, Bobby, get over here really quick. So I thought she was like having a heart attack or something. Cause she's like a drinker. So I like ran over and I turned the corner. And she tases me in the gut. I'm like, oh God damn God. it! She's just laughing. I'm like, Kelly. <laughs> And then after I like, and then I think she did it again after I recovered. I was like, stop doing it. <laughs> so did it feel good or did it feel bad? It wasn't great. Like, I don't want it. <laughs> but okay. anyways, Jake was like, that guy really said that to you. And I was like, Lily, would you explain this to him? She's like, yeah, Jake, that's like, whatever. And he's yeah. like, someone's talked to you like that. And she's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so good job. You were a missionary. For what women experience. <laughs> Sometimes I tell Spence, like, hey, have you has this ever happened to you? And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like one time I hit the curb in a drive-through in a very big vehicle, one that was just like a complete 180 turn. Like uh-huh. and um this man behind me rolled his fucking eyes at me. And I was just like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. And so I told Spencer, because I like to make him aware of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, do you recognize that people pay for sex type of thing? <laughs> like, yeah. my services are valuable. Um, <laughs> so I was like, did you, do, have you ever had a man roll his eyes at you because of the way you were driving? He's like, they don't do that. And I was like, yes, they do. So <laughs> I literally well, hated for existing. <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty sure that guy gave me a bad review because my first day I didn't have like a good rating. Oh, shit. And then now I'm at five stars, but like, uh, on New Year's. <laughs> you on New you Year's, went out after that? Yeah, I don't care. Like, I'd be like, I mean, well, this isn't the job for me. Well, I, I, it took me like four days to go out because I was chicken shit. And then I was talking to Trish, my hairdresser slash one of my good homies. And I was like, I'm chicken shit. She's like, get your ass out there. She's like, I will be checking in in an hour. And I was like, yes ma'am and after i got the first strike done i was like thank you and she's like yeah duh bobby and i was like mm-hmm. thank you you're mm-hmm. right you're right you're right mm-hmm. uh and then on new on new year's i was picking people up and people have opinions about ukraine which yeah. i love because my brother's mother-in-law is ukrainian lily's russian jake's yeah. in the military yeah <laughs> so i'm like you have all three. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about it. Give me it. But uh, the first people who talked about it on New Year's, they were for Ukraine. And then I picked up a guy who lives just by me. Uh, and he was going off about how Zelensky's uh, oligarch and uh, <laughs> we're giving away all this money just so he can, you know, like we're not we're not like regulating it or anything like mm. all this like clear tucker carlson fox news mm-hmm. propaganda and how russia isn't that bad and i was like actually russia's a shithole i'm like uh my sister-in-law pretty much fled like she 
made a plan to never go back when mm-hmm. she left. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I'm like, she wants to visit Ukraine. So it's obviously not as bad as Russia. And then his son was with him and he's like, yeah, dad, like, like, da, 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 da. he's like, they, people get sent to labor camps or nothing. Like mm-hmm. he like put him in his place. Cause like his, his dad was like shooting off at the mouth. And I'm like, shut up, boomer, <laughs> shut up. But I just like I'm I'm their Lyft driver, so I can't talk. But then I was like, yeah. Right. When it, as soon as the sun was like, and I was like, actually, yep. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna just back this up and stop this right now. And then um, when I, and then when I said that uh, her dad's name was Yuri, he's like, isn't that like the name for like a spy, a Russian spy? And I was like, shut up. Oh my god. How about I break your face? <laughs> Did you uh, watch White Lotus? Of course. I love the way that the son and the grandpa and the dad are all, like, just talking about generational ideas that are just, like, whatever. So that's what that reminded me of. But also, do you have Hulu? Because you should watch The Great. Yeah, you're not the first person to tell me you won't be the last. It's on my list. But I'm re-watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for the fourth time this year. So, oh, wait, mm-hmm. we're in the new year. It's my first time. <laughs> and Russian Dolls, too. So... I actually just watched the latest of the Ottoman, uh, Vlad versus whatever, Mohammed. And Vlad is very, I was pro Vlad, even though he went scorched earth. Like he killed a lot of people. Vlad the Impeller. But I, he was very attractive. I was very into it. What was that called again? Ottoman? Uh, yeah, Ottoman. Where's it's, that? It, on Netflix. Okay. I'll put it on my list and never watch it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, can we talk about something kind of hard? Uh, yes. Is can is it gonna involve my thing too? Because I could talk about it. <clears throat> What's your thing? Same thing as yours, just different. Okay, so <clears throat> I think we're gonna go into more detail about this uh, later, but it's just fresh, so I just kind of want to get it out. Um, and I also know that the person this is about listens to this podcast so i kind of want her to hear what happened um and get some fucking clarity and wake up uh to get her head around the fucking topic like to get understand what the fuck's going on so hopefully she'll wake her ass up Mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna mention any names or whatever but i have i call her my cousin because when we were kids, we were like at the same park at a reunion and I thought she was one of my cousins, but she's just from Tropic and we're just homies. Mm-hmm. Um, her and her uh, baby daddy were, they went on a, uh, he had to go get a procedure done and I was watching their two and a half year old while they were getting it done um, in Tropic and she's also pregnant with another girl Um, she's due in a couple months Mm -hmm. Um, there is history of the baby daddy before any of the the kid before this kid came along before she got pregnant with this one he's been shitty to all of us she's been shitty to her she really likes him, you know. I don't know what the hell. Uh, we like none of us really like him. She's kind of isolated herself. She's kind of pushed us all away. Mm-hmm. She's definitely she's definitely chosen him over us, which is whatever. It is what it is, you know. It happens. So, um, 
I'm watching this two and a half year old um, girl and I've known her her whole life. I love her. She's great. Um, but I haven't seen her for like a year because they live down there. I live up here. Mm-hmm. And also I just fucking hate her dad. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, cause he's just seriously, he just, he's just awful. Like he just makes everything like a bad time. Yeah. We've talked about him before. Yeah. And, uh, I, they left in the morning and we're just doing our own thing. And I was tired and stuff. I was groggy. I'm not going to, like, sit here and say that I was immediately like, oh, hi, little girl. You know, I wasn't. We were just chilling. It was just, like, Mm -hmm. calm and chill. But there wasn't any negative energy or anything going on. It was just chill. And um, I started sensing signs of abuse. For example, when she would do anything even slightly incorrect, like a two-year-old would do, like, she spilled her juice she went, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then I would go, like, but, like, she would do it, like, that many times, like, freaky, freaked mm-hmm. out. And I'd be like, it's, it's okay, don't worry about it. So I went to, like, grab a towel, and then I, like, went to, like, pull it out, <laughs> like, push it, and she, like, flinched like I was going to hit her. <sighs> and I was like, what? You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. a learned be Like, that's it's not just something you pull out of your ass as a mm-hmm. two-and-a-half-year-old, you know? Mm-hmm. Not natural. And then, yeah, and then I told Halo, I was like, "You better get down from that, or else I'll spank your butt." And she's like, "What? You're gonna smell my butt?" <laughs> she has <laughs> no idea what spank is. <laughs> so there's that's a sign, girl. Right? <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, what?" Um, and then like uh, I was brushing her hair, and she was like, <gasps> "Like she was like, like you could tell like." Everything in her life hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's pain. Yeah, I do pain. know what you mean. Like, uh, her, her, like, and I was, and I was just like, honey, it's okay. We're just going to go. We're going to just go oh slow. Bobby, was and that triggering just, for you? Because, like. I, I was having a panic attack the whole three days. The God. whole fucking three days. And at first I just thought I was like, I, I'm like, I just don't like her dad and I'm just being a bitch. That's what yeah. I thought. Mm. I was just like, that's just what's going on. Like, whatever. And I, like, brushed her hair out, and I could feel her, like, sort of calming down. Like, okay. Did she have a bunch of rat's nests in her hair? No, she just had, like, she just had her, her, like, sleeping hair, you know? Okay. And she has, like, she has, she has naturally curly hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, she stole my socks, and at first she had them on, but as she got, like, more tired throughout the day, she would, like try to put them on but she'd get so frustrated that she'd get violent hmm. and i was just hmm. like i just was like hey honey just chill like she's like put them on put them on and i was just like you're gonna put them on i'm like because i know you know how i've watched you do it mm-hmm. and i'm like and i'm just gonna sit here with you till you do it and it's not a big deal like we got nothing else going on just chill and just mm-hmm. do it but i can tell that there's so much terror and yes move 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 and you're in trouble if you don't do this and you're mm-hmm. you know and like jerking around mm-hmm. and all this stuff i can just tell you know she's two and she's two and a half and uh then the diaper change happens and Bobby, I'm again, a trigger warning yeah let's just do a trigger warning right now um I don't know if it's just, again, a lack of patience 
or if there's physical or sexual abuse going on there. But something's off. She's six months younger than my niece. And when I came home and watched my niece and changed her diaper and there was no weirdness, it was like night and day. Like, clearly abuse. And she would mention, she would point to her ass and her vagina and be like, things, she would like, she doesn't speak in full sentences. And she's all over the place. And she's, she, like, she's mentioned that things are happening there, you know? And I'm in a tailspin at this point. Because I love her mother. I've loved her mother forever. Her mother's been great. She's slowly, like, I mean, this guy has put a stranglehold on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that's suck. It's been hard to watch. But I didn't realize, I mean, I knew because her mom told me a few years ago that this guy had been soliciting minor girls and had trying to talk them through their first masturbation experience. And I haven't done anything yet. And I just, I've talked to Brooke just to kind of get some advice, some friendly advice. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Anyways, so the point is, is I thought I was just kind of losing my shit. Mm -hmm. I call one of our mutual friends. And while I'm talking to her, um... They had just, they just barely got a brand new house, like a brand, like they're the first people in it. I'm talking to our friend being like, am I out of my mind here? Am I losing my shit? Mm -hmm. And I look over and there's a poorly patched hole in the wall. My God. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like my friend has been pregnant this whole time they've been in this house. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. punching holes in the wall. Mm -hmm. And my friend's the (laughs) one that works. My friend's the one that works and he stays home because he's been sick. And so he's with the kid all the time. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm, pa- I'm in a panic attack. I'm having a panic attack. And I'm, t- I'm texting my sister and I'm like, Ob, I don't, I don't know what to do. 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 And she's like, okay, I'm getting off. Come over. Mm-hmm. So I drove, I drove to Panguitch and again, this two and a half year old is just in total panic mode all the time. And uh, Ob has uh, a nine-year-old and a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. And she has a dog and a cat. They got a puppy for Christmas. She's so cute. I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and Garrett is a big guy, but he's so gentle and so sweet. Mm-hmm. And again, when she would do things that were like two-year-old-ish, she'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And also she was doing things where she would only attract negative attention. So it seems like she's only getting attention when she's acting up. Mm-hmm. And we were all just like, it's okay, sweetheart. Like, don't even worry about it. Like, Ob was like, there's nothing in this house she can destroy. Just let her run around. I don't care. Yeah. And we were just like shooting the shit and hanging out. That's how I am. And sometimes Halo says, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, you have nothing to apologize for. So, like, I'm having these same conversations with my own kid, too. Well, no, but like the, it's not the, oh, I'm so sorry. It's the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, and like how she yeah. like cowers yeah. down. And it's she's the like, way I'm it like, happens. She, like as she's ready it's like she's ready to get grabbed and yanked and like yes. thrown into her room or something yeah where she's like covering her head and stuff yeah and i'm just like and i was like 
to my sister, I'm like, can you see what's going on here? Like, can you see? And she's like, yep. And I'm just like, what the fuck do I do? Like, what? And I'm asking, I'm asking the listeners too. Like, what do I do? Like, as a friend, like, and in my head, I'm like, I gotta practice what I preach because no one's advocating for these kids because my friend, she's she's gone, mm-hmm. she's gone now mm-hmm. because when I left, because her mom um, ended up coming and watching, because I had to come up and go back to to, to do lift. I had to come because I was like, I need to make rent, so I came up to work and. I got a text while I'm working that said, hey, did you steal my boyfriend's meds, your, his medication? You did. That's what the text that I received. Oh, my God. And I was like, are you for real right now? Like, I've never stolen from you. Like, and it's all him. Like, I know mm-hmm. that it's all him. Mm-hmm. But like he knows that you've seen too much. And now <laughs> he's got to get, well, he's got to separate the two of you. I don't know. Like, I think that's what that, they do. Like, I know they that's exactly them from their their allies, but like I was like, how did this fucking happen? Because he's no prize, and yeah, I think yeah. I th- I think this is, and we're gonna do an episode about this too about um, internet stuff because yeah. they they did meet in Bryce Canyon, but he lived on the other side of the country, so they pretty much had like an internet long distance relationship where they got to know each other, and he was so nice, but he has serious anger issues yeah. that he can't and refuses to control, mm-hmm. and. I feel like if there is abuse going on, whether it's, you know, only physical or if it's sexual too, which I feel like it's sexual. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So similarly, girl. Well, no, I'm saying, well, hold on. I'm almost done with my thought. I'm saying like she, at this point, she's no longer, my friend is no longer the victim. She's yeah. the enabler and she's literally like a factory giving him more victims. Yeah. Yeah. And then those victims become abusers. So, sucks. And it and it's like she, like, wants her kids to have a dad. And it's like, at what point? Like, for what? For what? For so what? Get, like, for what? Like, I would rather, I mean, you know, it's just like, I, I just, like, I just, I can't, like, I'm in, like, I'm in, like, I cry. I, I weep. Like, the mm-hmm. whole week that mm-hmm. I was there, I didn't eat. Like, and I was just shitting and throwing up stomach acid. And, like, I had a throbbing headache the whole time. Like Yes. And I was just like in panic attack mode the whole entire time and i'm just like and she's pregnant with another one and i'm just like oh my god and all she does is make excuses for him yeah yeah and i'm like when did this happen to you when anyways tell me about your thing okay so similarly (laughs) it's fucking crazy the way that our lives are just mirrored now (laughs) but um my cousin that i cut off at the beginning of the pandemic uh, right. like the prior year I got in trouble with her because her husband, like, <laughs> uh, he's abusive. He's a piece of shit. And right. so I, he got booked and then my aunt had no idea about it. So I let her know that like, uh, a hearing was going to be had and you could like attend the hearing and it's public, like. If you want to find out what happened. And so she did. And then I got in trouble and I was just like, well, who the fuck? Like, am I supposed to be an advocate for you? Because you're in a shitty situation. And this girl absolutely hates my mom. Hates her to the point that it's just like utter disdain. But I've seen for a long time now that it's like, because that's who she is. Like, she's my mom. Um, And I actually 
yesterday before I found this out, um, I was talking to one of my lash clients about like people that get caught up with weird people. And like, I was like, my cousin Mm -hmm. is so strong and so like opinionated and like, you would never think that she would be the victim of abuse. Right. But, um, she has stayed in this situation and like my mom has had, um, relationships with people who beat the, beat her while she was pregnant, molested her children, was addicted to drugs, jumps job to job, choked her, cheated on her, uh, lied to her face, like all of these different things. And like, I was literally thinking like this person that my cousin married is all of those things except for molest children. Like, right. like nowhere, nowhere in hell that I think that that was going on. And turns out, like, less than 10 hours later, I'm finding out that he has been booked for almost a month in Utah County for molesting his child and having child um, exploitation materials in his home. So... Fucking disgusting. Yes. And I've left, you know, my kid... I would... I would... I mean, I wouldn't leave her alone with him, but I would leave her alone with my cousin right and well this is before i cut her off and like who's to say who's to say and like i'm just fucking sick that i'm just like and it's no it's not like the data shows the data shows that the men in your family will molest your children and that men are attracted to children like most men are like they've done scientific scans of brains and showed men not explicit pictures but age groups and different things like that and it's just like the men in our lives are fucking sick and so when it's to the point where I feel like I can't trust anybody to stay in my home and I can't trust my kid to be anywhere but right next to me like this is a problem and to your points in saying like at this point this person is now the abuser it's true because well, she's just an enabler, you know, she's enabling the abuser. So it's like, who's, who's there to advocate for these kids, you know? Sure. Sure. And like, I'm, I'm not saying that my mom, I, I recognize that my mom was not the abuser in those specific instances, but by she her allowed, she allowed allowing, the, the yes, abuser. allowing that to my life. And like, that's fucked me up for the rest of my life. So like, I am very upset. I'm upset that it took my cousin this long and three more babies to get out of that. And Mm -hmm. statistically she's going to go back because she's, she's up taking him back for a lot, a lot, a lot. And so like, it's highly likely that this person is not out of our lives yet. And it just fucking sucks to see somebody that you believed was so strong and so strong willed and would never be abused be in this situation. Well, I'm in my anger and rage phase right now, too. And I'm glad that, like, I was so far away when I got that text from her that said that I stole from them. Because I was like, first of all, what? Mm -hmm. Because, and also, like, I feel like if if they would have gotten home, like, if we would have seen each other on the handoff after I spent the days that I did with the two and a half year old, I would have, I would have beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Like I, cause I told my brother, I was like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to kill him. Yes. And, uh, he's like, stay out of it. 
He's like, just fucking stay out of it. And I was like, okay, I'll just break his hands then with like a fucking hammer. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. He's not from Garfield County. I'm a good old boy there, technically. Yeah. And that scares me, too. Because if he ends up doing shit like that, I mean, like, I, I try to stay away from it because it enrages me to such a point. Yeah. That I'm like, I, pff, I'll break his hands. I'll spend a night in jail. I don't exactly. care. Like, I'm I don't care. so I'm so tempted to show up to the hearing. Like I have friends in the court system. Like they won't let me know when the hearing is, uh-huh. and I'm I flashback. Just so you know, this person got out of prison before he met my cousin. And I was like, are you, you're stupid, stupid then because, and I don't like Mm -hmm. to use ableist slurs, but you're fucking stupid because this person is coming out of prison where he was arrested for a car crash and a police chase while he was on heroin. Like you're fucking stupid. And so this is the person that's going back into jail. And he says, he's always said like, they'll fucking kill you if you're a pedophile. And I'm like, I am, I am, I am wishing for it because fuck. Yeah. Well, I can feel the rage. Yeah. That makes me wonder too. Like I, I'm sitting here too. Like I don't want, I want my friend to do the right thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved at all. Right. I want my friend to do the fucking right thing and recognize what the fuck's going on and open her stupid fucking eyes because my brother-in-law was telling me, I'm like, who's all on, who's all cops now? And he was telling me, and he's like, I don't know if you know this person and this person. And I'm like, yeah, they're my cousins. We're very close. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like, and then this person does this with this and that. like all these things. Like I got a deep bench already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, and, and, and like, and everyone, Everyone loves her too, you know. Right. Like, and this guy is nothing. Nobody wants to see her become this. And no one person. wants. And no one wants to see a fucking pedophile running around or no, whatever and, the hell he is, and or like an abuser. The children. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish. No, I don't. I don't wish that I was close enough to the person, my cousin, to find out what she did to catch him, because. I literally cannot, for my mental sanity, handle the details. But uh, there's got to be something. Like, he's got to have possession of something. Um, well, what do you think I should do? Do you think I should, like, turn him in? Or what? Like, do you think I should call, like, the sheriff? Or what, what do you think I should do? Are you... Uh... <laughs> so, this is quite a conundrum for me because I'm, gi- I'm going to give you the advice that I wouldn't follow. Well, somebody told is... me that I needed to turn in my molester and okay, I was just is, like, this no, is, this, is, this is actually why this is a rough conversation. Because yes. You're going to give me advice you wouldn't follow. And that's not fucking fair. I want real. No, but answers. see, see, like my protection. I'm always never going to treat myself the way that I feel like other people should be treated. That's part yeah, of it. But I'm not talking about what you do for you. I'm asking what you would do if one of your homies, t- two and a half year old, when you watched them, it was clear that they were getting abused. What would you fucking do? I would t- I would turn him in personally. That was what that is what I would do. I would make a police record. I was babysitting this day to this day. This is all I saw. And the hard part is is that socially, like you're gonna lose your friend. I know. And I feel like that's just and you're not gonna isolate. be protecting I... those kids yeah. anymore. Yeah, I know. 
and it's like is that worth it but it's also like or how about when this kid is like fucking you know older and i have to actually be accountable for being like yeah i saw it go down the whole time exactly like how exactly. do all the how do all the adults in our life look at us and saw the shit that went down and right look at continue to look in our face like i don't knowing what we were going through yeah and you know what sometimes i feel like my grandparents didn't know what i was going through and now now that I'm older and wiser and going through this for like five years now, telling them like, how can you not like how, my you know? But the thing is, is my grandparents just value my mom more than they value me. Well, ever like like people are saying like like Katie because I was talking to Kelly about it because I'm stressed. I'm just like because I'm like yes. what should I do? Yes, I've been like, yeah. I, I'm trying to get, maybe I'm trying to get someone to tell me like, oh, just leave it. Like I bet my brother told me to leave it on. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like no answer. I don't like any answer. Uh, but Katie was like, well, you don't want her in the system. And I'm like, she's not going to be in the system. Like, you know, like, yeah, I've talked to I my therapist about that too. Like, which is better being in an abusive home or in an abusive system? Well, but like, th- she's not going to go in the system. She's got family and stuff. You know what I mean? But like I don't here I just don't know how to make my friend wake up. Yeah, yeah. And this is this is what the thing this is actually the thing that's like the most terrifying to me because it's like she's so gone. Yeah, she's so she's unrecognizable yep. to me, and it just it's just so it's so it's just bizarre. It's like bizarro. <laughs> well, okay. Anyways, do you want to end on a? I I think this is kind of running a little long. We're uh, let's end on some high notes. We can give you a little. We can give you a little preview of what's to come. But also, I want to tell you a little bit about my hinge adventures because they're kind of funny. Yeah, and you know what? I am not apologizing for the extra long episode because we've, we've had gone. a lot to catch up on, yeah. and now we have to set up the whole new season. So you can just fucking get over it, or yeah. you know, there's the door. <laughs> I like how she threat again. Obviously, we're not it's done. It's my bit. Kendra's, it's my bit. Kendra's not done threatening you every episode. <laughs> Pay us, and if you don't like it, leave. <laughs> I just need to be compensated. I have a lot of therapy bills. <laughs> um. Okay. So online dating is just not it, you guys. It's just oh. You're not the exception. You're the rule, and it sucks. Get off. Honestly, listen, we're going to we're going to do an episode about it. Like like, you know, we've talked about it cuz you were catfish. We've talked about it. Yes. And we're going to do like a whole like, you know, because I've got a lot to say. My mom is how was like a she's a chat room queen and stuff. So like I've oh always my been God. Very... I was on a fucking chat room last night. I was like, I'm mentally ill and can't sleep. <laughs> were you bunch really? of strangers those... are up. Like I didn't even know those existed for people our age. Um <laughs> But <laughs> all it is is I'm logging on and like of course there's gonna be like people like send me dick pics or whatever, but like or just like hey let's cyber and I'm like not interested not interested until I find somebody that I can like razz around for an hour, uh-huh. and then I'll be like thanks so much good night and they'd be like peace. <laughs> oh my god, no. So I feel like okay. First of all, here's something men need to understand, and I've been trying to tell them this. I tell them this when we talk. Women have to date they're natural they're only natural predators okay yeah like like men really really need to figure that out okay like they need to understand that like asking getting offended that i don't want to go over to your house the day we start talking the night we start talking to meet your basset hound Mm -hmm. like stop it 
don't get psycho like that. Like that, no, stop. That's like like that's a way to get murdered. I'm not I'm not trying to get murdered. I thought that you were really connecting with one guy. Yeah, but then he saw me drunk at the NFR and that was a turnoff, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you can handle me at my NFR. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, like that is really what it is. Like it's just yeah. like whatever. Like it's just like, hey, I guess he's not the one. Like, I don't know what to say. Like he was pretty cool, but like I wasn't I thought he was cool like I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I wasn't like super duper into him but I'm not like heartbroken I'm just like okay which yeah. is also really nice like this is a different point I've never felt like this before where it's like the rejection isn't killing me like yeah that's called confidence a, baby <laughs> there's a guy that I'm talking to his name is James and we're just like he's a total hoe and we've been talking and like we get talking about science and stuff and like eventually we like <laughs> he tries to get sexy and stuff but I'm just like I'm not into him like this and then he was like I think that I like you too much to have sex with you I think we should just be friends and I'm like I'm actually totally cool with that but like a year ago even though I was already not into him if a guy would have said that to me I would have been pissed <laughs> so like I'm growing you're man. growing baby I'm growing. I'm yes growing. we're worth it's so nice so anyways, I got to tell you the funniest fucking story. So, um, I, <laughs> there was this guy and his whole profile was about how much he believes in astrology and like how we, you have to be in astrology to be with him and like, da, 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 da. and I'm like, there's no way this guy's for real. Like, there's just no fucking way. He just thinks girls are stupid and he's trying to like get with them. Right. Like yeah. he just thinks girls are into astrology. Like that. He's just trying to get with astrology girls. Like he's just yeah. trying to like, you know, he's yeah. playing a game. Yeah. So I was like, in, I was like, I'm going to see how this plays out. Like I'm going to see how long until I becomes a creep. Right. Let me read the correspondence. Oh my God. This is going to be my favorite part of the night. Okay. <laughs> so he commented on my picture, such sexiness, like, <sighs> I think whatever which is fine and I said and I was like oh I was high as a kite ha 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 something tells me you know more about astrology than I do because, <laughs> <duh."> <laughs> and he goes god I'd love to see do you need me to look up your chart or do you know your placement already also we need to smoke ASAP and I'm like Taurus Taurus Virgo mm -hmm. and I'm like but I don't really know what the hell that means except that I'm stubborn usually right and really <laughs> like my bed <laughs> And he's like, cute. I'm an Earth Moon too, and I'm a Virgo rising too. Do you know? Do you know your Mars? Also, if this is easier, here's my number. Seriously, two responses in. And he's like, I'm a Cancer Mars, and I'm like, sorry, I'm in the middle of painting with my with the niece and nephew. I'll text you in a bit. And he's like, love it. And <laughs> but this so is person is in Salt Lake. Yeah, that's the best fucking so, part, man. So. Uh, <laughs> So we go over the texting and uh, I was like, the dreaded cancer placement. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he's like, ha, ha, ha. It isn't the best Mars, that's for sure. And, uh, he's like, what's yours? And I'm like, hell if I know. <laughs> and he's like, want me to look? And I'm like, how do you find out? Need my social security number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, I use astro.com and he's like, birthday, birthplace, and birth time if possible. And then I just sent him like a screenshot of my chart from um, the co -star. one we use. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's CoStar, right? And I'm like, it is. And he's like, <laughs> he, and he gave me his like sign and I'm like, yeah. OMG. 
you're a Gemini though. Hell yeah. And he's like, hell yes, I am. He's like, and oh, my name on hinges Babs. And he's like, hell yes, I am. God, you're an intriguing Miss Babs heart. Does your chart Ms. match? Miss Babs, you? oh. Does your chart match you pretty close? It's Bobby, <laughs> laugh face. Love that name. And I'm like, yeah, I use Babs because Bobby is a really uncommon name. Ha ha ha. Also, my grandma's name is Barbara and I'm named <laughs> after her husband. Let me read my chart real quick. And I'll tell you. <laughs> you gave him his, your whole genealogy. <laughs> but he was also like, is your chart, does that match you pretty close? And I'm like, let me read it real quick and I'll let you know. <laughs> and he's like, love it. Got you. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. And I'm like, yeah, pretty spot, pretty spot on. I'm like, what about yours? And he's like, yes, all of it. It gets closer the more I read about each placement from other sources. I love seeing if it fits with people because I can't explain why it's so accurate. <laughs> Down to strange detail. And I'm like, yeah, if the moon can control the wolf's waves and my uterus, why not my mood depending on where it was when I emerged into this world? Yes. And he goes, amen. Exactly. I guess it's just <laughs> I guess it's just fascinating smiley face. Like, but can you tell I'm just like, yeah, dude, I don't really care. About yeah, myself. you're like, this is, like, this is, I know what it's about, bro. <laughs> and he's like, if you talk to different people, though, some say I should actually be a Taurus, and um, that there's another new sign, Ophopicus or something like that. But I don't feel like a Taurus smiley face, and I was just like, hey, this conversation sucks, so I stopped texting them. <laughs> and this was like in a, this was like in a. 9.30. It's funny because this person is me. <laughs> and then at 11.30 he goes, you're so right about the moon, though. The planet and our bodies are 75% water. It all just kind of blows my mind. Anywho, do you like nudity? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there he is. Not all men. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I just... I was uh, texting the James guy that we decided to become friends. And I was like, there it is. Yeah, I was like, because like, like I was texting him and I was like, dude, there's no way this guy's for real. There's just no fucking way. And, <laughs> and, um, and so like, I didn't respond. I was just like, I was like dying. I was laughing. I was like, oh, it's so, so quick. So quick. Not even, not even 12 hours. dude. And, uh, <laughs> And then this morning he texts me at ten thirty six or exchanging nudes, uh, begging like the praying, the praying thing with an angel, because your chart. Fuck seems this like, guy! No, because your chart. Because oh your chart God. seems like you appreciate that sort of thing. I could be wrong though. If I am, apologies. Ha ha. That bro <laughs> is in yoga class just to look at women's asses, like. <laughs> I said that to Micaiah, and he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, my dude. <laughs> Sorry we have to be so honest, but, like, this is the way we see the world. He's like, your chart says that you would like to see my dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> your chart tells me that you want to see... <laughs> and then James was like, did you send him some uh, nudity, nudes then? And I'm like, yeah, my beaver and my butthole. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, count the rings, baby. <laughs> count the spokes. <laughs> and he's like, to your butthole? And I'm like, yeah, like a tree. <laughs> God, Bobby. Anyways, um, so I deleted the app today. I was like, that'll do I'm tapped out. I'm 100% like that guy. He he won. He won Hinge for a little while. We all laughed. We all cried a little bit. We all threw up a little bit. So, do you know why um, some of my favorite comment like conversations online with random strangers is that 
I am just the brattiest I wish I could be in the real world. And, like, my challenge is to find somebody that thinks they can outbrat me and just, like... That's just how I am in the real world, though. Like, yes, bar- no, me bartending, I'm just like, yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a Taurus a couple times and something else. <laughs> <laughs> do you like how he's like, I can do your chart. I'm like, what do you need? My social security. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love Shit. looking at our co-star because, like, uh, we are compatible with sex and aggression. Yes, I'm mentioning it so that people could be like, oh, she just wants to get in Bobby's pants. Um, oh, by the way, my mom's very concerned about it still. Good. Good. Jake because you know me. what? That's homophobia. And you should check out why you're uncomfortable with it because that's your insecurity, not mine. Well, I was also uh, like, I was, I was also a little offended. I was like, does this mom think this is the first chick that's ever hit on me? I've been dealing with this for like 20 years. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like rude. Okay. I'm, hot, I'm last in mom. line. Okay. <laughs> no, you're just the current and i'm just like what is she like what so so what like so, so what? what who cares you tried shit? to get me to come over to be naked with you in the snow and i was like uh no i'm not doing that oh i didn't even get fully naked because it was too cold and i tell you what it was so cold <laughs> i know i've done it fully clothed and i was like absolutely not absolutely the fuck not i'm not going in the snow naked <laughs> yeah jake drove me home <laughs> and then the next day i went over to get my car and alex was like was someone pushing you off the porch because uh you couldn't get up it i literally i literally text valerie and was like is this offensive to your culture <laughs> you were just like moaning in the snow <laughs> no, it was... I was having... well it was kind of sexual <laughs> Yes, it almost, was. Almost everything yes, I it do was. is. You know what's weird? Almost everything I do is sexual, which is weird because I am asexual, which is something yeah, I, I did, which is something that I did yell when I was yelling at those chicks <laughs> who were trying to jump me. By the way, I'm asexual, which is not something I wanted to share at work today, ladies. <laughs> like, I'm not after your fucking man. <laughs> Especially not some guy who is like, has the audacity to smoke in a doorway. Fuck you, dude. Oh, and then she was like, I'm like, he's all crippled and shit because he's like limping. She's like, she's like, he's a vet. And I'm like, even more reason uh, why I don't want it. <laughs> Hard pass. I deal enough with that. Oh, my God. Jake asked me uh, like on Thanksgiving or something. He asked me if I thought some guy was hot. And I was like, he's in the military. And he's like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? And I'm like, you know what it's supposed to mean. Fuck you. Y'all are fucked, Jake. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He and I have been uh, coming to like very gentle, under- quick and gentle understandings of each other. I see. It's been really nice. Um, hey. We don't really need to go. Oh, he also admitted that he listens to the podcast, but he only said only one episode, which means he's listened to them all. So fuck you, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. You just want to hear all the girls that think you were hot in high school, which I am happy to divulge if you pay $5 to our Patreon. <laughs> I've also been changing my approach with my parents. Um, I'm just being nice to them. I'm like killing them with kindness. Oh my God, Bobby. You did not just say that. I told Spence I'm going to get two heart tattoos on my cheeks like gangsters do with tears because I'm Uh just going to kill them with kindness. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh shit. Because, well, I'm just like, I'm just saying like, why be, it's just eating me up. Like, there's no point, you know, like just like my mom 
didn't my brother was like mom has a present waiting for you at walmart and i thought it was gonna be like a aa book mm-hmm. and it wasn't so i can be nice to her <laughs> she, she bought me oranges and cinnamon bears so <laughs> i can be nice <laughs> My mom sent me a gift, even though she's on no contact, and I threw it straight away. Yeah, I uh, I used the rosé, the, the non-alcoholic drink she sent us to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I also took, like, a very nice nap with Ace in his bed. Like, Aw, the puppy. So it was Christmas, and Al got a... He got a go-kart. It was, like, a $1,500 go-kart. Because it's going to be his last. We're pretty sure it's his last Santa Christmas. And Jake just like stood on the porch and was like, can't fucking believe this. We would have never. We would have never. And I'm like, just enjoy your success. Just enjoy mm-hmm. it. You mean and him as like, a child? Yeah. Like we would We were so poor. Like he's like, yeah, we would have never got something this nice. And I'm like, so I mean, I'm like, it's called. Well, congrats on it. you, bro. Because you just broke an, a generational curse. How about that? Yeah, I know. I was like, just enjoy your success. And, uh, what was I saying? Well, should I? Oh, yeah. So, anyways, so they took, uh, they took Al and Sophie to the park to, to drive her Jeep and him to drive his Mm go-kart. And, um, I was clipping Ace's nails because he lets me. (laughs) Like, I'm one of the, he, it's either me or Jake, so I'm like, I'm Mm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And he wouldn't let me clip his last foot. So and he went mm-hmm. to like his bed. So I like mm. cr- I was drunk. I we'd been drinking since like nine o'clock that morning. So me I like as crawled- in you and Ace the Dalmatian. <laughs> no, me and Jake. Okay. Um, and so I like went and crawled. He wouldn't drink with. He wouldn't get high with me on Christmas. Ace wouldn't. Like he wouldn't. He would not. I think he believes in Jesus. I think he had some more missionaries come pay a visit. I think he was like, Mom and Dad and Grandma are in the house. We can't do it, Bob. <laughs> He's just aware of the rules. <laughs> he doesn't want to get busted. Um, but uh, I went, crawled into his, like, I, like, crawled across the floor. And I'm like, I gotta get that last foot. So I, like, clipped his toenails. And uh, then I, like, laid with him. And I took, like, a brief nap. <laughs> and now he thinks we're, like, real close. Like, oh, closer than like, before. You're the big spoon. Yeah, he's like, come on in, Bobby. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Christmas only. <laughs> he probably is looking at you kindly as, like, a grandfather should be like, that's my girl. Here she is. Yep. That's my little girl. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I can see that you need affection. Come on in, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. Make yourself at home. I accept you as you are. You're safe here. <laughs> Sweet little shit. Oh, um, shit. Should we tell the listeners what we should expect for the the new podcast season? Yeah, we got a... Uh, we're going to hit on just, like, the issues like we do, uh... We're going to hit more on, like, Navajo cultures and stuff. Uh, I ran into one of my homies. Um, well, I, I I hunted down one of my homies. I ha- I've been hunting I mean- down. I've been hunting down one of my friends. His name's Dave Thomas, or that's his white man name. And um, I don't know if you should use the word hunting down, though. I'm using that word. That's what I'm choosing. So okay. thank you. <laughs> I've been hunting him down on the social medias, and I've been trying to find him. Um, and 
because he's just this Navajo boy that I grew up with. It's just like fucking hilarious. He's a gay Navajo boy and I love him and he's artistic and we've just always gotten a kick out of each other. And I just have not been able to find him ever since I got rid of Facebook. And, um, my sister texts me like a month ago and she's like, Oh my God, guess what Dave just posted. And I was like, Oh my God, give him my number right now. (laughs) And like three minutes later, he called me and, um, He's like, here's how you spell like my the Navajo spelling of his name. And I just have been thinking about how many people in my life I've lost contact with because they mm-hmm. had the white man spelling of their name because yeah. they came off the reservation. And yeah. I just like f- uh, it's just it's just one of the many examples of how we've done the the native the native, you know, the indigenous folks yeah. uh, injustice. And also, I've lost friends, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love this boy. And now we've just been, like, in constant contact tact. And it's just, like, you know, we've been missing from each other's lives. And it's, like, because we decided that we couldn't adjust to Because the colonizer bullshit. Yep. Yeah. And we're sitting here on his land, you know? It's we'll just talk like about we, it. <laughs> we could have adjusted. Yeah. We I will, So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, you know, we'll have another music episode. We'll have a movie episode or something like that. Yeah, we'll do our, like, our classics. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to get into things that we disagree about like we do. And Do you know what I promise to you today? What? I promise to you today that we can grow together uh-huh. and that I'm going to just let you know how I feel and accept that sometimes we don't have to agree and that's okay. Because I did send you that one text that was like a meme that was like, what if two girls that hated each other from high school got a podcast together? And I was like, that could be us, actually. That could be a genius bit that we do. Do we? Ha- I Again, I don't know. I mean, okay. <laughs> no, I don't hate you. I don't hate you, but it could be the bit, you know, it, one season we'll try it. I don't know. But I'm committed no, to growing with you. No, and I think I'm that- saying, no, I'm with you because we were very, we were vastly different in, uh in school oh you know what i've learned a lot of people that i did not expect to leave the church have left the church yes we'll discuss that too we're also uh we've decided yeah, to let's... go not we've decided to go anonymous on uh the firesides yes so this has been a very important decision coming forward because as we learned and grew with season one of firesides sometimes uh the consequences of your actions for telling your story are unforeseen and life-altering and mm-hmm. kind of damaging. So from here forward, all of our um, fireside episodes will be anonymous. And if that person decides, for whatever reason, that you are worthy to peek behind the veil and see who they are in real life, then they will tell you. But we will not be divulging that anymore. Yeah, there's just been... Um... I mean, just from our own experience, sharing all the all the shit is it's not it's it's rewarding, but it's also like really it's a lot. It's a lot to mm-hmm. do, and I think people who come on they're like stoked, and I love that. I love that energy to be stoked and just be like. But there's also there's it's there's two sides to the coin where yeah, you're you're like you know tra- trauma dumping and it can a just have a negative effect just on you just emotionally yeah. not 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 on the outside world at all just because you've been like oh i haven't talked about that for a minute and yeah it affected me differently because i'm addressing it with someone else and now it's out in the universe or 
it is out in the public and the public's talking to you about it and you're like holy yeah. shit this is too much for me yes so, so. We're, we're allowing our fireside guests who are doing like traumatic things like we're gonna have guests that are doesn't matter they can just be guests <clears throat> um, like maybe the, drew andry drew, La- drew laundry laundry that's what it is <laughs> Uh, who has a special on the 5th coming out, by the way. Shout out to him. We're proud of you, bud. Uh, yeah, he could come on, but he also has some trauma, too. But I think yeah. that he's a comic. He's in the public. So there's public figures who will just sure. not care to be, like, they don't care that they're going to be in the public eye. But we just want to give that option and kind of just have that be our policy going forward. Yeah. And I think also that this will give a lot more opportunity to have honest questions and answers mm-hmm. instead of feeling like, oh, my mom's going to listen to this or, oh, my grandma's going to listen to this. Right. And like, definitely like anonymous is going to be better. It's going to be fine. Well, and I think it's also going to open up who's going to want to come on too. Yeah. Because we've had people be apprehensive because they're like, yeah, of course I'd love to come talk to you. But like, I have, you know, a certain station or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Know? I have lists of people that I was like, hey, do you want to be on our podcast? And only one person has said no. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> all right, heard. Actually, I respect um, you. <laughs> well, and there's just, you know, certain things just can't be like <clears throat> mm-hmm. attached to your name or whatever. Yes. And we, we get it. Like, it's totally fine. And we just came up with this brilliant idea to do anonymous uh, podcasts and give our listener or, uh, we're given temple names, which we would love, and uh, mm-hmm. we think it's cute and creative. So whatever, yeah. we're gonna start yeah, it's doing gonna that. happen. <clears throat> so therefore, and it came to pass, and it came to pass in those days that we figured it the fuck out. So for yeah. some something, <laughs> yeah. And I think there's gonna be some people that are just gonna be like, "Yo, this is me. Check it out." Yeah, and it'll be fine. And um. You know, there's just going to be some people who are like, we'll never, you guys will never, ever know. Yep. Um, uh, before we get out of here, do you have anything else? I want to give a couple shout outs to music and art artists and stuff. Do you uh, okay. have any, do you have anything else you want to talk about? <clears throat> Please consider donating to our Patreon. Thank you. I'm going to get it together for season four, but otherwise I think I'm just really excited to, <clears throat> I think 2022 fucking sucked, okay? 2023 is not going to be any fucking different. But I think having more realistic expectations for ourselves and uh, just being open to, you know, kind of growing through it, I think it's going to be a really great season. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, I I think we've set more realistic expectations for sure. And uh Kendra and I kind of went back and forth we're gonna keep everything available but yeah if you like our content mm-hmm. shit fucking throw us five bucks uh, yeah donate to our patreon you know this is eventually this it's going in the vault <coughs> but we did come to an agreement that it's not today yeah so um you know just whatever uh, so to the artists, the, the local music and artist stuff that I want to, uh, shout out. First of all, I gave, <laughs> I gave Jake, uh, ornament for Christmas from karaoke breath, Aaron Clark. She lives in Atlanta, but she's from Richfield. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's just cousin Eddie going, are you serious, Clark? You know, you remember that part <laughs> where mm-hmm. Clark goes, 
they say Santa's here. I don't know. That Are part you always serious, makes, Clark? That yes. Part makes, that part makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> and I was telling Jake about it. And he like kind of laughed, and like Alex didn't get what I was talking about, Ugh. and I was la- I was laughing so hard, and like I ordered it on the spot, and I was like, I'm sending it. But I love her shit, like her <laughs> stickers, like her stickers bring like, and I like just sending them like in like a card or like a note or something, or I'll just give them to my friends or whatever. Yes, just randomly, like everyone always loves them. So check her out on Etsy, Karaoke Breath. Um, the Autolith uh otolith the otolith uh absolutely destroyed it in the charts metal charts this last year andy is the drummer of that of course um and i know that i'm getting more zen because they the person who did their artwork i hate and i don't care that he did the artwork i'm just like i don't even hate him i'm just like cool whatever do your thing dude i'm happy that everyone's succeeding and thriving so yeah Uh, we, we have a lot of negative history and i saw that he did the artwork and i didn't even have like venom in my in my thoughts so that's good mm. that's good news for me mm. but congrats to uh the otolith and andy of course andy i want you to have all the success you know you deserve it uh, my brother uh has this killer freaking song called hypnotic uh by prophet isaiah on youtube and uh his wife and him ashley uh they She's, I think she sings on it, and she's, like, in the music video that they made. They made it, like, in their backyard and in their basement. Um, and it's it's a bop, so check it mm-hmm. out. And uh, Mythos Lore, uh, the whole album's complete. I think he was, he was doing it. I got the whole album, the complete album, but I think he was doing it uh, every solstice. He was releasing part of it, so it's all it's all out there. Uh, yeah. Matt Ran on Bandcamp, Eric Perez's art. Uh, just check it out. Just find him. Drew Laundry is dropping a comedy special on the fifth. Uh, Folk Hogan just got back from a European tour. Uh, over, they went on one over the fall, so congrats to them. And it bears noting that Annie is blowing the fuck up. That's what I was gonna say. I was like Annie, 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 Annie. 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 <laughs> Black and, uh, Lily B with two L's, L I L L Y B E E, on Etsy, yeah. her new Etsy shop. <laughs> well, and I just talked to Brandon at Ninth and Ninth. They're moving just down the block from where they're their current location. But I was like, so Yo, Ninth check- and Tenth. <laughs> yeah, it's like check check her out, and uh, I'm like, you should put her in your shop. And he's like, I'm seriously gonna hit her up once we're moved. So she might Amazing. be in his shop soon. So that's rad, good. rad, rad, rad. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, I'm happy to be back. Uh, it's been one week since you looked at me. Since you looked at me. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. I hope Why are you the same? Team. We're the fucking same. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, welcome back. Season four. Let's fucking do this dance. Yeah. All right. Well, do we say I these love things? You. I love you too. And I love you guys out there. Yeah. Out there. And uh, thanks for listening because... For several stories now, I'm sure we've posted that we're going to bring the podcast back and everybody's like, you are? And I'm like, well, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, I get personal texts like, when's it happening? And I'm like, yeah. uh... Uh, listen, <laughs> now you know the shit show we've been going through. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> no, I honestly think that uh, 
when you are, if you spend any time in a mental institution during that year, you're mm-hmm. immune from anything. Yes. You know, you get yeah. a pass. It's called PTO. Unpe- un- uh, unta- okay. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Unpaid time off. <laughs> we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Should we try that again? No, it was right on. <laughs> it was on my side. All right. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. We'd be eternally grateful if you'd share the show with your friends and check out our community at patreon.com slash is this the place? Because even if this isn't the place, you are still the people making this possible. Thank you.